Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the... Wait, no, 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 I'm going to take it. I'm going to take no, it again. No, no, no. No, I'm going to take it Keep again. Keep going. Nope. Nerds Geeks in the kitchen sink. Go ahead. No, i got to start over. Welcome uh-huh. to Nerds Geeks in... Don't talk already, damn it. Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the kitchen sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm one of your hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. Apparently, you need to do your vocal skills a little bit. I need bit. to improve, and I feel like it. Chris. We're just excited, damn it. This is, this is the day we've all been waiting for. A culmination well, of episodes. I mean, that was like last Friday, I guess. Well, yeah. But, but you know. Right. This is the episode. Right. Where we talk about the finale. Holy hell in a handbasket. Mandalorian Season 2. What a finale. Just, oh I mean, just to tell you now, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. At and I don't know point. when they're going to happen, but they're going to happen. Oh, yeah. So just, if you haven't seen those last two episodes, boy, you should do that first. We are going to talk about uh, some of the stuff that was announced by Disney. Well, let's go into it. Okay, let's go into it. Um, man, there is a ton that is coming, not only to Disney+, Plus, but movie theaters. But so, movie theaters. But movie Fear theaters but. also. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, get your butt in a movie theater. Yeah, if whenever that happens. Okay. We're going to start off. Um, they made the big investor announcements, which I got to watch since I have a little bit of share in it. Mm. It was kind of cool. Um, there is a ton, and I do mean a ton to talk about. Tons of Marvel stuff. Um, lots of slated for the uh, Disney Plus through all the through Marvel, Star Wars, tons of stuff. Yeah, and and, and Disney wow. itself, and we'll talk. We'll hit on a little bit of the everything. amount of stuff is staggering. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, first, uh, and we do have some dates on stuff. They actually gave some dates. Uh, there were some trailers that was just for the investors and a little sizzle reels on a few mm, things. Sizzle reels, little sizzle reels. Um, and then we we have some that they're slated tentatively. For, you know, like 2022 or 2023, but there was no specific given. Right. So, well, well, let's get into it. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. The, the first one up was WandaVision. 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 Now, when is that? That's very That soon. is January 15th. Oh, man. That's like that's like next month. That's like in a couple of weeks. That's like really soon. That is really soon. Oh. This looks insane. It really does. I look mean, very inventive and unique, and I'm looking forward to it. Right. You know, um, we get to see Monica Rambeau as an adult. And well, the other thing is, we and haven't had any Marvel this year, and it no, we really haven't. It feels so empty without Marvel. Well, there is a ton that's going to be coming through. I think this year more than the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, there's going to be way more Marvel stuff hitting, especially the original series from Disney Plus. Hmm. Um, there's going to be a ton more Marvel stuff coming out. So that one's January fifteenth. And everything that and and the one thing they said that Wandavision leans into um, Doctor Strange and Spider Man. What what what's up with we haven't talked about Black Widow? Where's she at? Okay, when's um, that going to happen? May seventh. That's just going to go dumped Th- onto Disney Plus. Well, they ha- they they said it may be one of those simulcast things where it's and the movie theaters and. Okay. And Disney Plus, Interesting, yeah. they they really didn't give completely specifics. I think it's a wait and see how things are yeah. at that point. But for them, May seventh is the hard date. The hard date. Hard date. Excellent. One way or the other, she's coming out. May I'm 7th. looking forward to it. I am too. I I, I uh, David Harbor. I just want to see David Harbor. Yeah. So that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Miss Puig. 
she apparently her character is going to continue on. Oh, kind of where Natasha Romanoff left off. Mm-hmm. That's kind of in the hint. It hasn't been completely confirmed, but it's also been extremely hinted at. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got um, Spider-Man date. What's the date? December. Well, the month is December of 2021. Oh, it's next year. Yeah. I mean, they are filming it now, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are in the process of filming it now. Awesome. Um, we got the date for Falcon and Winter Soldier. When is that? That is in March. That's that, it'll be early March, and it's a six. It's only six episodes. So we have a thing in January. Yeah. We have a thing in March. Right. We have a thing in April. Um, is that, isn't that May. what you said for Black? May, May. Oh, April. So May. May. So so it's like every month or two. Marvel. Well, and then May is going to be double dipped because we get Loki. Double dipped, dude. Loki's going to be great. I know that trailer was fantastic. Well, and and I love the fact that they called it a crime thriller. Yeah. Through time, the the what they call the TVA, so time variant uh-huh. administration. It reminded me of Neil Gaiman. The whole uh, thing had a Neil a lot Gaiman of vibe. Um, there's chance that we're going to see some uh, other Asgardians. Oh, great! There's a little comment he does in his uh, DB Sweeney. Oh, his DB Cooper outfit. <laughs> or DB Cooper, yeah. The the uh, little heist thing where the Bifrost Bridge picks yeah. him up. So, he makes some comment. I forget what he, he said. Because he says, brother and Hemdall, you better be ready. Yeah. And then... Well, then you see him get taken, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're you know, they're hinting at there. You might, may see... Uh, oh, I'd love to see some Hemdall. Inter Salva and yeah. uh, Show me Hemsworth. Some yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me those. And, and it seems like it's going to be like almost something going on that's going to lead to something else also. Yeah. So there's a bad guy that maybe is able to travel through time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> King. Uh, oh, yeah, no, really. Um, of course. Okay, uh, that is in May. So we got Black Widow and Loki coming in May. Um, what if is come? It will be out this summer. So probably, I'm guessing June or July. It's crazy that that's the one that's taking so long. Well, I or mean, is it just that's when it's slated? I guess that's but when it's slated. It's, we I were mean, supposed to have Wandavision when, like, well, it seems like forever ago, wasn't it? Wandavision was supposed to be like October. I felt like it was even before this year. I yeah, don't even know, I know. anymore. It, way- it, yeah, it's kind of all blended into one big mess. I just remember when they announced Disney Plus. Like, Wandavision was like one of those announcements, and we were thinking like, oh, it'll be when Disney Plus happens, right? But it wasn't even close. No, because and, and it was they had some stuff done, but from what I've gotten there's one specific small group in the studio that's doing the animation for all the one ifs right so they had like the the captain carter episode right kind of done i saw the trailer a, and, and some of the trailer stuff like the because uh, we're gonna get to see the marvel zombies right i saw which that which is yeah. awesome yeah um we get to see what if t'challa was taken instead of uh quill yeah so that's cool we've got a black panther slash star lord yeah um, a dark Doctor Strange. Interesting. Yeah, was, so is it, he's a, fighting himself. He's yes, fighting. A, yeah. Yes, that's so a very that's, Doctor Strange storyline. It, it is. So those are some of the things that are coming on on the one if, which will be during the summer. Um, we have a uh, date for Shang Chi. So when is it? So, it is July ninth, twenty twenty one. How could it all be this year? I know because everything got so far. Oh a lot of God. it was already filmed. This you know this year, 
and was almost done other than post-production because Shang-Chi was supposed to be, I think, the end of this year initially. Mm -hmm. And then they they just pushed everything back. It's crazy. So we're going to get, like I said, we're getting a ton of Marvel stuff. It's wild. Um, They said Ms. Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. It's going to be a series. Um, cool. They've already got, they've had some sizzle reel stuff. Um, that is going to be December. Of, 2021, the of year 20, of Marvel. Oh, not done. Um, the Internals, November. Are you kidding me? No, November 5th. Um, Hawkeye, we're going to get the end of this uh, next year. So that's, you know, the the Hawkeye, Haley that's, Seinfeld. How many things is that? It's like eight things, ten that's, things. Yeah. Um, then they kind of went into stuff that's coming up. Um, we've got Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, they've hinted at 2022. She-Hulk, 2022. Nice. Which actually is going to have Tim Roth and Mark Ruffalo. I heard Tim Roth for sure, yes. and I love that. Yes, so it's going to really bring So does in... that make that movie canon? It does. I mean, he that's is cool. going to be in the abomination. So that's cool. And they also said that there are going to be, and and I love the way they hint at it. Possibly other Marvel characters that pop up. She Hulk is going to kind of be a lot of like the eighties, nineties. Cool. She'll break some of that fourth wall. Cool. Kind of, but um, there will be some others because it's considered. Partially a courtroom, it's a courtroom drama, <laughs> courtroom comedy well, slash gotta, drama. They gotta action. have Daredevil. Get uh, Matt Murdock I in mean, there. And shut up about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they are gonna have other Marvel characters. But you know what? Foggy in. Nelson, stay home. We don't want you. <laughs> Nobody does. Oh come on. No. He was good in the Foggy. Mighty, he was good in the no. Mining Ducks. You're dismissed. <laughs> um, yeah, Moon Knight, and then Secret Invasion. Cool. Yeah. Which. Uh, is going to have um, Ben Mendelsohn. They play Talos at the end of Endgame. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. He's so, great. So it's going to be almost like a, a team up with Sam Jackson, who's in it also. Mm-hmm. Um, Director Krennic. Yes. Director Krennic. Krennic. Um, He's so good. Talking like 2023 Ironheart. That's great. Which is going to be the, you know, Riri makes her appearance now, in live is that action. A, is that a TV show or yes. is that a movie? Okay, that'll cool. be a, be a, I think that works for a movie or a TV show. Uh, also, Iron Wars. Yeah, that's Which cool. is also going to be a series. It's about War Machine. It's about War Machine and, like, how they play it is Tony Stark's worst nightmare that his technology gets out to others. Right. So, um, they actually had this in the comics in Iron oh, yeah. War Saga, I which was really good. Yeah. So, uh, I w- I'm really curious to see how, and, um, let's see, uh, talked about that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, that's We're going to get that Christmas in 2022. That's fun. So that's, and they're filming, they'll be filming at the same time that they're filming the third Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So it's also going to be by James Gunn. That's directed so by fun. James Gunn. Um, <laughs> I am Groot. Yes, the little animated shorts. That's adorable. I mean, you know, we had so much Grogu cuteness. Yeah, so now we're gonna get a little an- animated baby. Groot Why don't they shorts. do a what if where all the universes come together? Um, come well, on. I have some little inside. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Well, with uh, well, first of all, um. I got a couple more dates. 
I'm going to tease that until the end of this. Okay. Um, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Great. Looking forward to so that. So we're starting off. Um, Blade. Yes. They are in, not in, they're in pre-production. Yeah. And finishing all the scripts. Yeah. Right now for, the, for, for that. Well, I thought the Blade was a movie. Is it a show? Well, hold on. What? A lot of these new shows are going to be making appearances in Disney Plus. And a few are tied into the, uh, their own movie, too. So it's a show and a movie? It's not going to be a complete... He's going to make appearances. What? He's going to make an appearance in a couple of... That's how it should always be. I know. Marvel just gets it. What? So, okay, now let's go through the massive list of everything DC announced. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait. The, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Crap. That's about it. Um, and then that's still, you know, sometime next yeah. year. I mean, we have Wonder Woman on... Christmas, but right. early reviews weren't great to that. They weren't nice to that movie. No. So we'll see when we see we'll it. We'll see it. I, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm sure it's okay. I mean, yeah, it might be fine. Um, Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. Yeah, which is going to also tie into a lot of things that are coming up in what what they call Phase Five. They're really making Disney Plus mandatory for Marvel fans. Uh, Cassie Lang. They recast. Do they? Yes. It's uh, Catherine Newton, okay. who's in who was in Supernatural and who's in that new horror Freaky. Yeah, so they they so re- okay recast. Fine. Uh, you know, I would I wouldn't mind seeing the girl that played her in Endgame get a yeah, shot. Yeah, who cares? But, but whatever, it, 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 whatever. Um, and um, Kang is going to be my Jonathan Majors. Yeah, that we know from Lovecraft Country. Yeah, so he's good. And that that you're looking at a 2023 mm-hmm. in that, and then um, they are doing another Black Panther. Yeah, I saw that. Um, they you know they are not gonna recast T'Challa, which they right. shouldn't. They should honestly. leave that alone. Yep. I mean, he he really built that part, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad he happened. got to do it a few times anyway. He, yeah, at least you know he really had his the one feature, and then he was in a couple of those other movies. Right. That's good that he got. Um, that. you know. Uh, Sherry, you know, is the natural progression to become the new. It makes sense because yeah. that's the way it was in the in the comics. So yep. I mean, we can we can push to that. Um, and then we had a, the last final um kind of announcement from Marvel was kind of a two part. The Fantastic Four will be coming. Yes. So they will are finally be good. They are actually. <laughs> Working on it right now. Yeah. Not filming yet, but John Watts is working with the writers. Yeah. Who and John Watts is going to direct. We know who we want for Reed yeah. Richards. Right. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. But, uh, and Sue Storm. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're the perfect. They're yeah. perfect. Yeah. And we were, of course, talking about John Krasinski. Yes. And Come Emily on. Blunt yeah. They're perfect. perfect. Come on. Just do it. Okay. Um, what I was talking about earlier. Yes. Then the secret invasions mm-hmm. are kind of culminating to secret war. There's they won't do secret war. Secret. Well, okay. When's the last have, time you read Secret War? It's been a while. It's not very good. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's but not. I mean, I mean, to a a type of thing. Kang is going to be one of your big guys that go through a lot of their movies. Right. So I mean, he's going to get he's later the new on. Thanos. He. 
He's they're not trying the, to. He's they're not trying the new to, Thanos. They're trying to make him that. Well, what we got? The, I'm sure that if we're gonna have Eternals, we're gonna have like the Beyonder, and we're gonna have all these other higher level. That's uh, what. Well, and the Beyonder is part of Secret Wars. Yes, and they're another guy culminating into another really, really big guy. Uh, you don't mean Galactus. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Okay, but if you got Fantastic Four, you probably got Galactus. You probably got Doctor Doom. But if you know. If purple and and blue <laughs> are probably going to be a character's color schemes okay. in the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Fine. Maybe a little silver. Okay. Oh, a little silver guy? A little, well, maybe not <laughs> real little, but yeah. <laughs> a little silver guy. Little, little, but a little silver added in there. What does he do for fun? Uh, you know, hits the waves. <laughs> the space waves. Joe Satriani music plays. <laughs> <laughs> Not Beach Boys. Yeah, no, the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is, it, it's going to take longer than the 2023 to culminate into that giant, yeah. uh, another giant I'd love to be rewarded line. with some with some Fantastic Four and some Galactus and some Silver Surfer. And, and, and there is a unspecified movie that will be after 2023. Avengers six, no. <laughs> How many? What were you thinking? But another big group of characters that we haven't really seen for a little while, <laughs> and we haven't seen in the MCU at all. Wait, I thought I had my X Men shirt on. That was yesterday. Is it X Men? <laughs> I just unzipped my jacket for no reason. And that was weird. has not been confirmed. X Men, right? It's got to be. That's gonna be the whole next thing. But a big consideration for that that series, that X Men versus Avengers thing. Do little do do do. Yeah. So that'd be cool. We're looking at probably we're we're looking at about another four years, and, and yep. that was kind of what they said. You know, they were going to take about a five year break from any kind of. I would like real to go X Men. I'd like to go back to some X Men, particularly. You know, we loved that last X Men comic book. That yes. stuff probably won't make it into the movies, but I would be happy if it was some of that like eighties. You know, that classic oh, X Men. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to go too far back. Like, I don't no. want those those weird blue and yellow original outfits. And no, I those get are it. Fine, but I want. I think like eighties X Men. They're is good like on the, the page, but yeah, I mean yeah. the brown Munin kind of, and yeah. then the the Scott Summers where he's got the you know his hair is showing. It's not yeah. the full cap over, yeah. but the hair is showing. He's got that yellow yeah. kind of bandolier thing. Yeah, those. Yeah. Kind of the uncanny X Men one. Is exactly what I want. Yeah. Is the uncanny X Men. That's just that's fine. Yeah, they're getting chased by uh, by sentinels and they're and sinister. Yeah, and we're <sighs> Jubilee's going to the mall. Yeah, just the first episode of the cartoon making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't be bad. I would love to see sinister, but that's yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, and I know this is Fox, but how many times have we hinted around sinister? Yeah, did we did we not get him in one of those later movies? I haven't seen him. We did not. We, I have not we seen. Did, all. We have not physically. They did seen. Apocalypse, didn't they? I was yes. thinking of him. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Shut up. That's wrong. I mean, I like Oscar Isaac and a lot of things, but yeah. Apocalypse, he's not. I just, I don't know. Those that franchise went so haywire. Haywire. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice word. I know. I, I I won't. I want to be somewhat. Like I said, you know, and then we got. A few genre movies with it, you know, one or two. Right. Oh, I loved First Class. Yeah. Some parts I don't like, but I liked a lot of it just right. because those guys are so good. Every everyone's cast very well in that movie. Right. I've talked about this before, but yeah. that it's so the the scene the one scene I'm telling you, the scene where uh Magneto goes 
and fights those Nazis is like oh, so good. Yeah. It's glorious. I mean, not inglorious. Inglorious, even. Um, we've made several references to that movie yeah, lately. And we will and again we, later. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I think McAvoy and Fassbender That's were what I mean. Perfect. Those two together, yeah, it's very cool. So, But I I'd would like lo- to move on. I would love to see them continue on. There's no reason not to, but you know what's funny? I did read an article that hinted Daniel Craig for Magneto. That's hilarious because uh, because Sean Sean did that to us on here. He he drew yeah, it, yeah, and he I was did. like, "Whoa, it works!" But he's too short. It doesn't matter. It does. They can lengthen him. <laughs> lengthen him. Yeah, he'll look like uh, what was that? Um, Pluto Nash. <laughs> I've never seen Pluto Nash. You've never seen that goofy no. Eddie Murphy and movie. I still haven't seen We Bought a Zoo. Oh. I'm going to keep bringing it up. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to have something big yeah. come. And it's going to be about four or five years before we can finally get that payoff. Yeah, but we're going to get a whole bunch of payoffs next year, yes. like in the next couple months. I know. And that's just Marvel. That's Rejoice, not including what we're going next. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Now, we've got a lot of this stuff is going to be pushed back further. Because mm-hmm. we've done a lot of Star Wars and then, you know, the whole shitstorm of virus hit and yep. uh you know production got put back but little hint hint nudge nudge at the end of the last mandalorian episode we yep. will have a boba fett show the book of boba fett the book of boba fett now i've heard a couple conflicting stories but the whether one that, or not that is actually season three it, of the mandalorian. whether or not that is actually season three of mandalorian um uh, gotten word from one of the storyboardists that production on The Mandalorian and Boba Fett have been running kind of simultaneously. Alongside. Just a little off. Boba Fett actually started before... It would make sense if they were two separate shows, but but, right. but they kind of function in the same... In much the way that Marvel works. Right. So maybe Boba Fett will happen and be related to Mando somehow. Right, right. Well, right. I mean, sense. you're going to have to be because you're um, Fennec Shen... Is going to be in Boma. Yeah. So she's going to be in that. So there's going to be another thing that they've talked about is Marvel likes and Disney likes collaboration. Yeah. And big events. Sure, I do too. They culminate into something big. Mm-hmm. And that is going to happen in the Star Wars universe. What? What? That there is going to be with all the. It's going to be a big shows, movie or something? Well, with all these shows, whether it be on Disney Plus as a full-length movie yeah. or, you know, kind of the, okay, this episode leads into this episode right. from this one to this episode leads into this Just like one. the comics and the games kinda, and, the, and the books. Yeah. You're, there's going to be a major event that all these shows that are coming out will combine into. Secret Star Wars. It's where Luke Skywalker gets the Venom suit. Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, probably Thrawn. Which would be great. Yes. Okay. Um, they we've gotten the word that Mandalorian, Boba Fett, <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic, yeah, and Ahsoka are all John and Dave's. Yep. Give Their hands are on. That's that, that's they are sole proprietors. Step aside, ben and Jerry. We want John and Dave now. All. Yeah, well, I mean, they're 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 sole proprietors of executive producers on the shows. Yep. Um, there may be some in name, but John and Dave have I, full I think control. You're throwing shade at Kathleen Kennedy. I, 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 I want to hey, give her a hug. I'm not just throwing. I'm pitching. Oh, 
I'm Nolan Ryan throwing that shit. I'm Nolan North. <laughs> Hi. Anyway, I, I um, Drake. Uh, the Ahsoka Tana is they haven't hinted per se at a like a one shot kind of event like we've heard with Obi Wan. She belongs in the movies. She belongs in the shows. She she could have a show or I, movie, think, I, I think I think what she will be with the, especially with this culminating event, we're gonna see her a little bit more in these other other series. Um the Rangers of the New Republic, um, from what I've gathered what they were talking about, it's almost like um like a Texas Ranger kind of Oh, you know I love that. In the outlands, uh, you know, the outer rim of, yeah. of the Republic the New Republic. We got a hint of it in in Mando. And we did, we did. Um it hasn't been completely confirmed that Kara is going to be whether she's going to be in that or if she's she going to be a character in or if she's going to continue up. to be in you know just the Mandalorian and right. maybe make a pop up on the other um you know, the Ahsoka Tana is going to lean up to like I said that one hasn't been neither one has a date per se mm-hmm. but we're looking at 2022 sweet so we can give Star Wars a rest for a year yeah um Andor which is going to be a limited run series yeah. I like the fact that they're talking this as a spy thriller. Yeah. Because if you don't remember Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Yeah. Um, it's going to have a lot of espionage, double, double, you know. Double agents. Double agents. Triple agents. Those kind of things in it. And it's really going to be kind of a unique take on anything we've really seen. Yeah. The way it's filmed and the way the story goes. Mm-hmm. From from Star Wars, kind of like Rogue One was. Yep. I mean, really, you know, you Rogue think Rogue One about was it, quite different. Yeah. Rogue One was totally different than a lot of lot of everything else we saw. So, um, and that's actually, um, it is going to be executive produced and directed by Tony Gilroy, mm-hmm. which, if you know that name, he is the creator and and director of, or well, the creator of the Born Identity movies, right. So expect some shaky cam. Yes, yeah. So we're gonna get a lot of a lot of that stuff. Um, Obi Wan, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So that will Why be. Why can't it be twenty twenty one? I know that will be a limited run series. I would trade half the Marvel stuff for that. Maybe well, see, more. We're, we're, they're gonna alternate years because we're getting a lot of twenty twenty two Star Wars. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> um, it, this is going to be a limited run series. And this takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So it will still make sense for him to look like Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they did announce the return of Hayden Christensen. It doesn't make sense. Apparently, they're going to have they a. Can't I don't know why. the The last episode is going to culminate into a big show in round two. Because they can't. We can't. They can't meet. I, in episode four, he says, that's the name I've not heard. And then he says, a presence I've not felt since. Well, I guess, okay, we don't know when that since was. Right. I don't want them to meet, though. Well, it's it's going to happen. I don't want them to meet. It's going to happen. Um, We've got the animated, uh, which I know you're, you haven't really been into the Clone Wars kind of thing, but Bad the Batch. Bad Batch, yeah. um, that's going to be 2022, uh-huh. um, sometime mid-year. From what they what they insinuated, well, that's going to be the year of Star Wars. Exactly. Um, so it's it's just going to you know kind of traverse their story after 
the last episode of Clone Wars sure. that we went, that we saw. Um, Fennec Shan is going to be in that too. She yep. and Ming Na Wen is going to be. We, we picked a cool character to like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to be in uh, one of the characters in that too. So she's going to make yep. several appearances. Um, we got kind of a cool thing that I I, I kind of dig. It's called Star Wars Visions. Yeah, which it is going is this to be the anime thing. This is the anime. Yeah, ten episodes, and they are going to be separate from each other. Yeah, they did this with Batman. It, it, they did this yeah. with the Matrix. But it's going to be ten, like well, potentially ten different anime studios yeah. and styles. Yeah, exactly right. That we're going to get each standalone stories. Could be cool. Which is going to be cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see, uh, Lando. Series, oh, you doing which they 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 had, and this is the one thing I'm kind of mad about. They haven't really, they didn't really give too much, and even in the reel that you can't see, yeah, you know that they kind of took off the off the internet that was just on on the on the event. They didn't hit to whether it be, it's got to be Glover, young Lando. It's got to be young Lando. Whether it be Billy D. Williams, some mix of both, some mix of both. They're not saying so. I'm I'm assuming that this is a total guess. It's going to be a little mix of both. You think so? You're going to see some cool younger days and maybe end with the right. You know, end with the 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 last we saw. Is it going to be like there's a wraparound where it's him at the beginning going, "I remember when I was a young man." And uh, you then know, he, and then, it's very possible. And then he remembers it, and the whole season is him remembering something. Yeah, they kind of they kind of haven't really hinted to anything yeah. but this is also just a short run event well they're both series. perfect i don't care who it is they're both yeah. great no they are they're awesome um the acolyte yeah, that is coming um that sounds like that's more of like the 2023 and for fr- fans of the the high republic yeah books this is takes place at the fall, at the end of the fall of the there's high gonna republic there's going to be some rev and stuff right yeah, uh, yeah. it's going to have to be uh, it, they haven't come out and said that, but I they mean, know the fans want it. Yes, nerds. So, um, and then we got a couple little cute things going on. Droids animated series, yeah, which it will be narrated by C three PO and and R two. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I thought you meant like uh, Anthony Daniels, but you mean like the droids will? Yeah, yeah. It's like them telling you a story, right? Of, okay. of adventures of okay. so you know these. It's not going to be like you see a scene and you just hear bleep bloops over it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Anthony Daniels. Um, no, it's going to have where it's like these adventures of these right. of these different uh, droids. You get to see C three PO get his red arm. Yeah, cool. Um, the big one that I'm kind of excited to see is the Rogue Squadron. That's my number one Star Wars hype thing. December twenty fifth. It's Christmas Day, twenty twenty three. Because that could that could very well be the Thrawn thing. This is playing as a gritty military. Yeah, that that is the way they're describing this. Patty Jenkins is going to be directing it. Yeah, um, they had a fun little sizzle reel I saw with that. her, um, which that one they put out. Yep. And um, they haven't gone into specifics of who. Or when. Or when. I know who I want it to be. I, and we all know who, you know, we want those guys. Yeah. Um, I think the way they're talking, 
because they're talking about the legendary exploits of Rogue Squadron. It's going to have to be. It's, it's got to be, be those guys. It's going to be in the sweet spot. Yeah. It's going to. Well, I mean, it has to be because that's when Rogue Squadron exists. Right. So it's got to be between episodes four and six, roughly. R- yeah. Or, or just after six or just before four. Right. So kind of in that Between Rogue House. One and, and Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Sign so, me up. Yes. So, and it, this will be a feature film. Yeah, I want it. So this Number is going to be all the stops pulled out. I miss going. It's going to gonna be. It's it's going to be gritty. It's going to be, you know, military. Gritty the mascot. <laughs> no, <laughs> is he going to be in it? Yeah, maybe. He looks like a Star Wars. Yeah, he does kind of. <laughs> um, and then the movie that Taco Watiti is writing right you call now. Call him Taco Watiti. I didn't call I'm him Taco. Hungry. I know. Taco Watiti. Taco Watiti. <laughs> he sounds delicious. <laughs> Taka Watini. Yeah. Um, he is writing and will direct. And this, can do whatever he wants. And this is going to be something different from the Star Wars. Great. I I'm I made this comment earlier about a certain set of stormtroopers. Yes. It does make sense. And that was one of his things in the in the you know, in one of the in the, the last episode of Mando. Yeah. Of Mando. I, I I'm just saying it's them. Yeah. So it, it, what are they called? Tag and Bink? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. People love those. Yeah. That would be perfect for him. It's silly. And, but it and still I have noticed action. when they showed the Star Wars kind of thing with his picture, they kind of put his picture up and yeah. Star Wars. It looks like the Star Wars kind of photo thing, you know, or the the art that they used on one of the covers. Okay. Uh, so interesting. I mean, I'm really thinking this is going to be something different also. That'd be fun. I mean, I like the fact that they're kind of branching out. Yeah. Not just your your cookie cutter the, okay, but per se. The internet's calling this the Marvelification of Star Wars. I'm enjoying it so far. So, we'll call I, so it far, you want. so good. Call it whatever I mean, you want. It's been great. The fact that we now have a series that's probably one of the most popular series streaming that is yeah. a Star Wars version of a... Spaghetti Western slash Samurai movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I'm good with. What more do you want? <laughs> I mean, you know... It couldn't be much more perfect. And, and you've got so many great characters that now you're splitting off and, yeah. and, and expanding that. And you're yeah. going to go different directions. They did such a good job. <laughs> I mean, from, from, from the ending of this last episode, yeah. I think Boba Fett's going to go... It's almost like a mobster kind of... It looks like it. I mean, kind of. Well, when you go to that place, he had and, his and little. That chair, he had his little Conan the Barbarian it moment. It makes it seem as though he's going to be. Yeah. You know. Um, well, let's like, not get ahead of ourselves. No, are we going to talk about? Are we? Do you have more to say? I've got. Oh, I've got more to say. Okay. Um, we didn't get the fact that we are, and this is off Star Wars, but this is Lucasfilm. We got two announcements. Uh, they are being, going to be doing a Willow series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Warwick Davis is returning. Who wants that? Nostalgia. I mean, so? yeah, I think so. Is Something that, different. Is that anyone's favorite movie? I wouldn't say. I, I look back on it fondly. It scared me as a kid. <laughs> the pink scene. Yes. I look back on it fondly, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie. I'm just asking. But I'm we haven't. Questions. We haven't seen anything like that. You could have you said know, like, "Oh, I love Willow," then I would have said, yeah, "Oh, I'm wrong." Yeah, no. I'm not gonna say that because I'm not gonna lie. Okay. All right, and then we, um, the final Indiana Jones. Yeah, and it is confirmed his Harrison Ford's final 
Indiana Jones. They need to get on it. And well, it comes out in July 2022. They need to get on it. Yeah, they're they're getting ready. I think they said filming starts February or March. Who's gonna have a CG dog? God, I hope not. <laughs> um, but I mean that's, and they were talking in the next decade. We're going to have, and this was kind of an add-on thing for Star Wars. We're going to have 15 series and 10 movies. Sign me up. Marvel. A thousand series. We're going to have, we're going to have like, you know, they said like over 15 series. Yeah. And, and 10 movies. It's wild. It's wild. So, I mean, and that's within this next decade. Uh, they did have a few Disney announcements. Um, Soul is coming that they've been trying, and that's been yeah. done forever. Yeah. Um, looks cute. It's a Pixar movie um, coming out on Christmas Day, Christmas Day yeah. on, on Disney Plus. No yeah. extra access. Um, they're doing more of the uh, Spark shorts. Yep. So they're doing more of those. Those will be on all Disney. Most of this is on Disney Plus. Um, more inside Pixar, talking about studios and bu- yeah. making the movies. Um, pick a new thing called Pixar Popcorn. Um, it starts January. First of all, it sounds delicious. I know, but it's little nimbits of shorts with well-known Pixar characters. Cool. So, like, Mr. Incredible and, you know... Just little shorts. Yeah, just little shorts. That's fun. Um, we're getting a Doug series. Doug? Doug. Which Doug? From Up. Oh, okay. The dog. I was thinking about, like, four other different Dougs. Yeah, no, no, no. No. Doug series. I was thinking about Doug Rich. And, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> the the uh, little thing. part of it they showed... Um, why can't I remember the old guy's name from Up? I don't know it. Anyway. He's done adventuring. Yeah, the old guy from Up. Um, I, I want to say Walter for some reason. It might be. I don't know. Anyway, um, he's like done adventuring, and they settle down in a place, and you know he lives with Doug lives with him now. Yeah. Well, they showed this little it snippet. Turns into courage, cowardly dog. <laughs> no, no, no wife. Remember the wife's oh, don't Muriel. Don't yeah. yeah. Rip Muriel. No, no, no. Um. Uh, anyway, he brings this box of puppies. Yeah. And he, and at first he's like, no, no. You know, you don't wake him. And then, of course, Doug with the collar is like, oh, wake puppies, love puppies. Uh-huh. And then he's like running around with them. And he's like, all right, here you go. Here's your puppies. Well, at one point, you know, he's like, they start, oh, puppy teeth are sharp. <laughs> oh, those, oh, grabbing another one. Oh, they're dragging me now. <laughs> oh, they're. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of funny. It's just, you know, kid stuff, entertaining. Kid stuff. Uh, a car series. Great. It's coming out. Uh, that'll be fall. Doug comes out fall of 2021. Cars is coming out fall of 22, which is kind of Lightning McQueen and Mater on a road trip. Yeah. That's throughout fun. the co- country kind of thing. Um, there's another one called Win or Lose. It's kind of a neat thing. Is it a game show? No, it's, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an animated series. It's going to be the fall of 2023. It is... Almost takes like the inside out kind of approach. Okay. Except it's this same week with all these different kids and people, and each episode is like their perspective of that week. Like the movie Phone Booth. 
I don't know if we're saying. <laughs> I think that's what that movie was. I'm not going to go in that Was it Phone Booth? No, wait, what was no, it? No, no. What was that movie? Phone Booth was the one right, where right, he was right, just right. stuck yeah, yeah, in a Not Phone Booth. What's that movie where it's like the same thing happens as a terrorist attack, and you see it from like six different... Oh, oh yeah. What's it called? Vantage Point? Yes. Vantage Point. Rated R. Yeah. Not Phone Booth. No. Vantage Point. <laughs> no, Phone Booth, he was just stuck in the Phone Booth yeah. most of the time. Um, no, and it's kind of, you know, like, some people thought it was good week, some people thought it was a bad week, right. but it's all the people, and they're all, like... I, it, it's like about some kids softball tournament mm. that all these kids, you know, and the adults and all perspective of what people think, yeah. like how they feel and how their, you know, their perspective goes through sure. in the same situation. Right. Um. Let's see. The Raya and the Last Dragon. That's coming out. We've seen shots of that. It's it's set like in the uh, the kids thing Southeast Asia. Southeast no, this thing. is going to be a movie. Okay. It's going to be one of those simul simulcast. Except this one is going to be one of those premiere access. All oh, right. So and, and this comes out yeah, March fifth of twenty twenty one. Okay. I mean, it looks good. I'll wait. You know, several months before I pay thirty bucks, yeah. if it's going to be on Disney Plus, or you know, if we're kind of more open, and I'll go to the our theater where I pay eight bucks, not thirty, to go see it. Right, 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 right. You know, uh, there's another one called Luca, which kind of is odd. This, this, the description of this was really odd. Um, Luca comes out in June of 2021. It's about these two boys, like, and their summer adventures in Italy. Okay. But it turns out they're actually like sea monsters. Well, okay. I and that I mean now I'm, I'm like, interested. They didn't show any of that. So is this like some kind of Lovecraftian What? Yeah, I, I was kind of like I'm not sure on this one. Okay. But it, it's, it's a Disney thing? Yeah, it's, well, it's a not Disney Lovecraftian thing. then. <laughs> it can't be. I mean, um in spring of 2022 turning red i told you about this one mm-hmm. it's about the teenage girl that anytime she gets excited she gets she turns into a it's kind of a uh fluffy hulk yeah but she turns into a giant red panda right you know good for hugging good for hugging <laughs> um we got the shot of Lightyear. yeah which comes out in the summer of 2022 i know a lot of people are kind of up in arms about this because it's Chris Evans voicing, you know, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, is it? But it's not. It's not our Buzz. It's not our Buzz. It's, it's not our Toy buzz. Story Buzz. This is a drum- dramatization of this. Buzz. Is this is about the actual quote unquote character? So that the it, toy was it, made. It's from. funny that like that implies that the toy voice, the Tim Allen voice. Is the cheap knockoff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, He's kind of the cheap. You knockoff. get the toy, and you're like, "This doesn't sound like the movie at all." Yeah. <laughs> How many of us have had that kind of thing? Exactly. Um, there's another one called Encanto. Uh, it's going to be kind of a musical. It's set. It's a uh, Manuel Miranda. Oh, okay. Is does, is doing the music? Great. People are going to so, love that. It's kind of a um, South American. People are going to love yeah, it. Yeah, people are going to love it. Um, we've got some series coming out. Baymax, mm-hmm. 2022. Zootopia, which I their description of Zootopia, well, it's called Zootopia Plus. Zootopia Cops. Well, <laughs> you say that. The funny thing is, is it's not going to be 
like Zootopia. Yeah. It's like reality TV shows what? in Zootopia. Did I just come up with this? Yeah. <laughs> like the housewives of yeah. you know the Zootopia. jungle yeah. or so it's going to be like a weird parody. It's going to be a weird okay. weird parody that you you know episodes wow. are going to be like reality shows in Zootopia. Yeah. So, it's kind of funny. Um and those are kind of coming out in 2022. Uh, 2023 um Tiana series, Moana series, and then I know I'm going to butcher this, but it's another they're in a collaboration with an African studio. Okay. And it's called Iwanju. Okay. And it looked kind of neat. It's kind of it's almost it almost looks like an animated Wakanda okay. without Black Panther. Interesting. So it's it kind of kind of. I haven't seen anything for it. Um, now on on Disney Plus, um, the live action Pinocchio. Oh, thanks. You can keep that. Tom Hanks. Nobody wants. I that. know. I, it's gonna no. be. I've seen too many of those, and they're kind of weird. <laughs> um, Peter and Wendy is gonna be live action. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's in a couple of years. Uh, Disenchanted. The continuation of the Amy Adams. Okay. Which, I mean, that was a fun movie, but it's been a while, that. so. It's been like 10 years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 was a big announcement. That I need. And that's going straight to Disney+. Plus. But at the same time, it's like, it's too late. I don't know why they, Yeah, it took them too There's long, There's no way it's going to be, like, and like, it's not that the original is even that good, it's just that it's I have the nostalgia, nostalgia yeah. and I watched it back in the day, and it was like, oh, this movie's on. It means it's Halloween time. Yeah, I don't. Well, then, I don't want to see know, sad new versions of them running around playing like it over and over and which over I and love over. that movie. I will watch it as many times as they play it, but it's not strictly because it's a good movie. It's just one of those movies. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that happens. Yeah. They're they're announcing a few remakes, reboots. Uh, Three Men and a Baby. Why? With Zac Efron as one of the dads. Why? I'm, I don't know why. I think it ran. It was good. It was cute. You know, the two movies with, mm. you know, Tom Selleck and, and those guys. Yeah. But uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Remake. Why? Hasn't and this time it's remake twice? Well, no. It's this been be two episodes. This will be the second remake? Or is it? This will be uh, the, the first remake. The, oh, right? I thought they already remade that. I thought that was the remake. It might have been. I thought it was. No, you're you're thinking of yours, mine, and ours. I'm not thinking of that. I've oh. never seen that. You've never seen that one? No. With uh, Dennis Quaid? No. Oh, okay. I've yeah. seen Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. It's been a long time. I thought that was a remake of like some 70s movie. Maybe I'm thinking of... You're thinking of yours, mine, and ours. No. Yeah. I'm thinking of like Parent Trap or something, maybe. Well, that too, but... Or Brady Bunch. Well, that They did too. remake the Brady Bunch. Well, sort of. Yeah. They made it a parody of... Let's move on. <laughs> anyway, um... Cheaper by the dozen with Gabrielle Union, so okay. I'm assuming they're, you know, race swapping. Oh, okay. To make a I don't know who she dozen. is. Gabrielle Union. No, she's in, she's married to. Um, oh shit! Basketball player. Uh, she was in Michael Bring Jordan. It On, the first Bring It On. She was the head of the Clovers team. I've, you know, I haven't seen Bring It On. <laughs> I have a cheerleader. Is she daughter. good? Yeah, I okay. mean, she's good. Great. She's been oh, uh, Bad Boys. She's Martin Lawrence's sister in the second Bad one. Bad Boys. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. Bad Boys 2? Yes. I haven't seen it since the theater. I don't okay. remember anything about it. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, Whoopi Goldberg's coming back for a uh, sister act. Another she just one. did. She's in The Stand. Yes. The Stand remake. Yeah. 
I'm curious. I want to see that how it holds up. Apparently, she wanted to be in the original one, but they didn't. They went with somebody else. Yeah. Um, they're doing a live action prequel to The Lion King. Why? Uh, you know the uh, the what they call reimagining of the Little Mermaid, and then Cruella. Oh. What? Which Why? is like a pre and then Cruella is the only one they gave a. Date Are they going to make us feel bad for Cruella? Like she's actually good. Well, it's Emma Stone, and but it, no, it doesn't seem like she's good. It's not going to be like one of those wicked situations no, where no. they're like, "Oh, but actually." Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. So no, not the way that it looks. It looks like she's just been a pain in the ass since you know <laughs> day one. Since day one, um, but Emma Stone is in that, and that comes out next year. So, a lot of the Disney stuff is, like, way further off. Okay. But that was pretty much most of the announcements. You know, we talked... A few announcements. Yeah, a few. (laughs) Jeez. I know. But uh, the Star Wars and Marvel stuff, man, I mean, they haven't announced... And this is pretty much everything they've announced is, like, only four years worth. Yeah. And they're saying a lot of this is going to culminate... For a decade. Great. Let's so, do it. Let's yeah. make it happen. Yep. All right. Are you ready? We're ready. You ready to do what I'm we came ready. here to do? Let's get into it. All right. How far in are we? <laughs> like 15 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Now we're going to start talking about The Mandalorian, episode uh, 15 and 16, or 7 and 8, depending on how you're keeping track. So this is from season two, obviously. Yes. If you clicked on this, you knew what we were doing. Right. Uh, okay. Now. Okay, at this point, it's spoilers. all spoilers. Spoilers are point. happening. Yeah. yeah. They're flying around. So, episode 15 begins. Yes. The first thing we see. What, should we talk about what we're doing? We're doing a minute-by-minute minute breakdown of what's happening. Right. And just discussing it. So, we're just kind of celebrating the episodes and... Pointing things out. If you listen to us, you know this. Then yeah. That's what we're doing. Okay. But if this is somehow your first episode, you know, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Go f- back and listen to more. Than, uh, yeah. Go back and do it. Yeah. The first thing we see is like a it's like a Star Wars style junkyard. <laughs> it's, you know, it's got ship parts you probably recognize. Right. Oh, TIE yeah. fighter cockpits and Star Wars stuff in Shuttles general. Shuttles and, yeah. yeah. You see Bill Burr's character, Miggs Mayfeld, mm-hmm. which I forgot his first name was Miggs. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh, his droid boss starts calling to him. Inmate, what is it? Inmate 34667. Which, I thought that number was like, oh, I wonder if that's his birthday or something. But he was born in 68. So it's 67. I was like, well, what could that even be? I, I was just trying to figure out, like, yeah. why would it, is it his birthday? Is it, what number yeah. is that? But I couldn't figure it out. So I don't know. Yeah. But it's weird that it's 67 and he was born in 68. Bill Burr. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, He's like up on his TIE fighter. He's like dismantling it. It looks like they're scrapping it. Cara Dune shows up. She's known as Marshall Dune now. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, that makes me think she probably will be in that other show. Yeah, right. Um, his uh, his outfit. I have a little note about his outfit. Okay. It has that like weird triangle. Like what do you call that? Like um, by the breastbone. It's like that triangle. Like Luke has that on his, you know, on his his black outfit from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I wonder. There's that triangle. Well, thing. it's like a flap. It's like a it's flap. Like the yeah. interior. But you get of the, the shape flap. of a triangle. Yeah. Right there. I I just thought it was like I wonder if that's like a. It's almost like one of those double-breasted. It's just like suit things yeah. and just flap over. It's just like that's part of the style, I guess. Yeah. And it's cool that they adopted that for right. his outfit. Um. Let's see here. 
Oh, so basically, she she just takes him over to the slave one. He doesn't know what he's doing, but the slave well, one is but there. I, I like the whole. You know, we we kind of brushed over that. He's like, "What's going on?" Oh yeah, right. and he the, doesn't know why he's. And the robot's just like, "You better go now. follow her." Yeah, you have three seconds to comply. Right. Pulls out like this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she takes him over to Slave One. Uh, Mayfeld sees Boba Fett coming down the ramp, and at first he's all scared, and then he smiles. He's like, "Oh, for a second I thought you were the other guy. This other guy, no." And then Fett kind of turns around, and there's Mando coming down the ramp, and Mayfeld's like, "Oh no!" Yeah, you see that oh shit <laughs> yeah. look in his face. So uh, Fett's armor has been repainted. Yes, it looks fantastic. It does look. The colors fantastic. are vivid, and it just looks like it's a dream. It's unbelievable. I mean, I loved the original Boba Fett, one yeah. of my favorite characters of all time. Sure. But I think now, and I mean, obviously he's older and uh, Morrison is bigger than... Yeah. But I love the way his outfit is now with that kind of the the Maury kind of long... I don't know what you call that, but it's great. The longer like cape It's like a man thing. Kurt, skirt cape thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you call it, but I love it. You know, he still has all that armor. He's got his knee pads and, you know, his yeah. ri- you know everything else it on. It feels a little bit more exotic But the outfit underneath, yeah, it does. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Mayfield, Mayf- is it Mayfeld? Mayfeld. Mayfeld. He's, he's displeased. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> he, he basically is like, he thinks they came to kill him. Right. Um, but Dune says, like, basically, we had to bend a lot of rules to get here, to get this to happen. Um, but they need Mayfeld essentially because of his imperial past. Right. He knows the protocols. He can get this information that they're looking for. Uh, Fennec Shand is also there. Yep. Um, so when they go to leave, there's a shot where it's like they all get on the ship and like he's like waiting, like hanging back, like should I make a break for it? <laughs> should I run or should I just get on the ship and right. probably die? Uh, the slave one takes off. It's beautiful. It's just so nice to see that ship, you know, still being yeah. amazing. Oh, I know. Uh, they have a talk with Mayfeld. Uh, they tell him they're looking for Moff Gideon's ship. They want the coordinates. Of course, he doesn't know that where that is. Right. But he knows where possibly they can find it. Right. Um, he says there's a terminal and an Imperial base on Morak, which is a planet that I looked it up. There, there, there's not much about Morak. I right. think they, it's new for Mando. Um, it's like a secret Imperial mining hub. Which is fine. I mean, you know, them them creating these other planets are right. fine because so now we can play with we're them later. expanding. Yeah, we yeah. just keep expanding further and further. Yeah. So, but it is like, oh, it's another jungle planet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, great. Put it on the list. But uh, when they get the information, Mando says, "Fet, punch in the coordinates to Morak," and it's just the way he's like, "Fet, like, hey, do this that I tell you." <laughs> and Boba's like, "You got it, buddy." Yeah. Like they're just they're just brothers. Right. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, Boba says, "Copy that." And I just, just loving the voice and everything. I know. Oh, now did you realize that they redubbed uh, Fett's voice in Empire? Yeah. To yeah, that was one thing I was outraged about at the right. time. But now I like it. Now I'm glad it happened. So sorry, I know. George Lucas. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, if you listen to the comparison, they're not that different from no, each other. No. No. Uh, Tomorrow's is a little more gravelly. Mm-hmm. And you, you can know, hear his accent a little bit. And you bit, can hear that that New Zealand accent. Yeah, but I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It is fine. I just hate that the the only thing that bothers me about it is that the original actor's performance is now erased. 
I don't like yes that. Yes and no. Because let's be like, honest. Make, like putting Hayden Christensen when the helmet comes off in Return of the Jedi. Well, that that's one a was sin. That one was, yeah. Somebody's going to hell for that. Yeah. That's bad. That one was wrong. That's wrong. Because, I mean, as old as he is, he still would not look like Hayden Christensen. That's what I mean. I mean, the voice thing is not so bad because Boba Fett really has one line. Yeah. And, Put and, Captain Solo but, on the cargo I mean, the physical, hold. He's no good the, to me dead. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And, and I mean, the physical performance wish. is still, you know, the original act. Yeah. So I'm not really, you know, and that's like, you know, half of the man, Mandalorian. It's not Pedro Pascal in yeah. the... So, yeah, I get it. I mean, it doesn't bother me as much. No, the Hayden Christensen facing... And then replace the Force Ghost, the Force too. Ghost, Come that on. Kinda, yeah, that kind of... I get it's for continuity, but out of respect for the actors, right? How dare you? Yeah, that's crazy to me. Anywho, anywho, um, so we find out that there's a refinery, and that's where they're going to go. Uh, it's an imperial thing, and they're mining Rhydonium. All we really know about it is that it's volatile and it's explosive, <laughs> right? Uh, it's been mentioned before. I looked it up as well. It's, right. it's been talked about in Clone Wars and Rebels, uh, so it's it's been around. Um, they said of the fact that there's a there's a lot of security, and they need to go in quietly. Um, so basically, the, the whole thing is there's a system they have to log into, and it has to scan your face. Um, so they're saying they're talking about it, and essentially, it's like if you're on this list, you'll set the alarm off. So only certain people can do it. Right. Shand is wanted, so she can't do yeah. it. Um, Dune can't do it. No. Uh, and when they ask Boba Fett, he goes. Let's just say they might recognize my face. <laughs> that's so perfect. That yeah, and that's uh, what I lo- the the development of his character. Yeah, he's got a lot of those little so one liners. And him. even in the next episode, he's yes. got a ton of them. Yes. So Mando's like, "Fine, I'll do it." He puts on the uniform. Um. Well, and the whole thing is, you know, before that is like, you know, you know, how are you going to do it? You know, you yeah. can't take off. Well, I'm not there so, yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But uh, Mayfeld says the phrase, say goodbye to your little green friend at one point. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But Palpatine calls Yoda that in episode three. Right. He says, my little green friend. <laughs> and that's when he's like, Master Yoda. <laughs> it's so weird. So is it like, is Burr a clone of Emperor? Too? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so, so then Just they with hi- a Brooklyn accent. Right. They hijack... This transport, right? A juggernaut. Yeah. Um, I had the Star Wars Essential Guide to Vehicles and Vessels uh-huh. in 1997. That vehicle, is the it? juggernaut, is in that book. Oh yeah. And I, to my knowledge, hasn't been in any of the other movies or anything. Mm-mm. If it has, I haven't noticed. Unless it's just like a you know in the distance kind of. Right. So I've been imagining that ship for oh I don't know. 20 plus years <laughs> so it's like incredible to see I was like oh like it's not that big a deal because it's just like it almost looks like an earth vehicle to be honest but just the fact that there it is yeah and they would reach back into the lore that deep well I mean look at the the troop transport that they had a couple right, episodes ago right that's what I mean that was from the toys that never you know it never showed up the fact that they're reaching like that and that that's a gift for very few people. Right. But that I I received it. That was for me. Yeah. So I really really love that. That was incredible. Yeah. And again, like if you look it up, the Juggernaut, it's it's just like a troop. It's like a transport and it it hauls stuff. Cargo and transport. It's cargo yeah. transport. It doesn't do, it's like it doesn't matter. 
there's no famous story where no. something happened or whatever. They're, they've been mentioned in the books. Right. But it, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, we didn't have to do this, but there no. it is. That's I mean, the kind of fan service that I love. Loved, yes. Yep. So uh, Kara Dune jumps down there and just takes it out. The, the, <laughs> she's punching through their armor. Like, it doesn't matter. No. She handles those guys no, no trouble. She is such a badass. Yeah. Bill Burr says funny things, yeah. as he does. Um, Mando puts that's when Mando puts on the armor right and he gives her all the I like that all the Mandalorian armor just gets shoved in a duffel bag <laughs> he's like hey hang on to this yeah it just struck me as kind of funny it was a big duffel bag it's huge but, yeah. but I thought that was just funny to see yeah. him going here's my armor in a bag and, and Burn kind of makes fun of him in the new uniform yeah so Mayfield he has a lot to say to Mando yeah um, he takes his helmet off uh Basically, I love the comment. How do you how do you people see in those things? Yeah, and I'm about I mean? you, you people. I do mean Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, they just need to deliver this juggernaut to the base. Uh, then they realize it's not going to be that easy. But right. Mayfeld, the whole time is Mayfeld's cracking jokes about Mandalorians and how silly their helmets are. Um, and we find out that the speed and bumpiness of the ride could cause the Rhydonium to explode, right? Right. Um, so they drive through a village, and the locals don't want to see him. Right. He's honking at them, trying to tell them to get out of the road. The locals are just, they don't want anything to do with it. They're just trying to live their lives. Right. Which is the whole motif of this episode. Right. Essentially, it's like, you know, these people fighting this big war, they don't care about these villagers just trying to live. Yeah. That's, I mean, again, that is essentially the motif of the whole episode. And that's what, that's what Bill Burr is wrestling with in this episode. Right. Mayfeld, I should say. Um, yeah, he's bringing up big questions about the morality of the war and whether or not the people care. Like I just said, I just told you all that. Well, uh, it kind of makes that whole, okay, it's, you know, the empire or the new republic. It's just another government yeah. controlling them. Yeah, they just know. want to do their thing, these people. Leave these people alone. Uh, and also he gets into this other thing where he starts talking about Mando, and he says, seems like, I'm just going to read this. Uh, right. th- this is, instead of me trying to explain it, it just makes more sense for me to read the, read the quote here. He says, seems like your rules start to change when you get desperate. You said you couldn't take your helmet off, and now you got on a Stormtrooper one. So what's the rule? Is it that you can't take off your Mando helmet, or you can't show your face? Because there is a difference. And that is an important question. Yes. And that is a question that the audience was already asking. Right. So it's cool that they make a character do that for us. It's smart. Yeah. Uh, He says a lot more, but essentially he comes back with the line, like, you do what you have to do to be able to sleep at night. If you you can sleep at night, you're doing better than most. Uh, He's basically giving Mando's ideas. He's giving Mando ideas about uh, making him think about himself and – why he believes what he believes and what's important. So now it turns into Mad Max. Yes. I mean, for the next 10 minutes, it's, oh, yeah. it's Mad Max. There's some pirates that show up on these like <laughs> skiff, like floating things. Yeah. They have no safety rails. No. There's no nothing. It's just uh, some, some, some guys flat, standing on a platform. Thing, it's yeah. a platform that just yeah. flies. Yeah. So, you know, super dangerous, not a big deal. Uh, they're tossing well, they're, thermal detonator. Well, they don't, they're yeah. not. They're trying to get them inside the actual thing. But why right. didn't they just throw them? If they know it's he that volatile, it. yeah, yeah it he was opens kinda... it and gently puts it on top of the rhydonium. But like, why not just throw it and blow it? I mean, maybe for the fact that you know, Do you have a trying little, to get it right, a moment to get away, right? I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. Because at one point, you know, when they actually do board the ship. 
when he gets one on it. He ju- he just puts it down gently, and arms then it, takes off. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mando throw. Oh man! So there's some cool deaths here. I'm not going to get into every single one, but yeah. Mando fights all these dudes off, and it's great. He throws one guy over the front of the juggernaut <laughs> and it rolls down the front and then you see a big bump and Bill Burr and going whoa yeah. <laughs> yeah I just crushed that man to yeah. death that was great uh, it well, can, and oh, you kind of noticed in the fight how he depends on his armor a little bit yeah and doesn't realize and doesn't you know because well, when he stormtrooper gets back into armors the ship, are shit yeah 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 <laughs> When he gets back into the ship, you see him all like, oh, like yeah. he's hurting. He's hurting yeah. bad already, but that's not for a little bit. No. But uh, I I tried to look up what these aliens were, and I couldn't – I didn't recognize them. Right. And I didn't see anything. I, I tried to do a little research on the episode, but yeah. I just couldn't find that information. So I'm just going to call them Marakians. Okay. Even though those people that were native looked human. Right. Although maybe this planet has a different mix. I mean, right. that's pretty likely. So uh, – Mando takes him out. It it continues to be a lot like Mad Max. Um, one weird thing was that it showed the foot pedals, and it was like just like Earth foot pedals. Yeah, did that bother you? Uh, not really. I mean, even even like an X wing, if you look, the same kind of setup. Would yeah. be on a finer jet as it would be. I get like the buttons and knobs and the levers and stuff. But well, and I mean, you know, you're looking at a stick that you do. It's it's right. running the the but, uh, jets rather than flaps. For some but, reason, though, you think like, oh, it's a spacecraft, and that's just going to have those things. But when I see this, it's like, oh, it's a car. This thing's like essentially a big jeep or a tank. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just it's like an Earth vehicle. Again, those when you start to venture into Earth-like stuff, it really throws me off in Star Wars. I think in in. I know it sounds stupid to say like a vehicle would make it a little more relatable. Yeah. But I mean It is though. I mean it makes it, it a little yeah. more relatable. Yeah, it is. Where it's not so foreign that it's yep. completely takes you out of it. Right. Because you can see yourself hitting the gas or hitting I the brakes. I could drive a juggernaut. Yeah. Uh Mando continues to beat the hell out of these pirates <laughs> the old fashioned way. There's well at the point when the guy throws he puts the thermal detonator on top of that stuff. Right. Mando just casually walks up. Grabs it, tosses it back. No big deal. He's not afraid to grab a fully armed detonator. Right. He just grabs it and throws it back like no big deal. <laughs> that was really ballsy. Yeah. He Mando gets kind of blown back and stands up, and he's hoping that he got him, but then the, the skiffs keep coming, and he just sighs, and he's like, all right, hands back up. Let's keep doing this. Uh, it starts to look pretty rough, but then we get these TIE fighters swooping in, and they – you know, blast the pirates and they save they save the juggernaut basically right. at the last moment. And there's a bunch of troopers and stuff too. And then this is where you get you feel glad to see stormtroopers. Even even Bill Burr says, "Right, I bet you I bet you never thought you'd be happy to see stormtroopers." <laughs> they're saluting them and they're cheering, celebrating yeah. and cheering. They're saying like, "You brought glory to the empire." That was great. Well, and this is the first time that I've seen um, troopers that were in Rogue One. Yes, those uh, green, the kind of the forest grayish, troopers. Yeah, yeah, those guys too. Well, yeah. and then yeah, the tan kind of yeah. looks like they're they've been dipped in tea. Exactly right, <laughs> dipped in tea. Yeah, uh, dipped in iced tea. Yeah. Lipton, Lipton, dipped in Lipton. I knew there was a rhyme there. Louisiana, dipped in Lipton. Uh, so they they get out of the vehicle and they're being celebrated and there's a you know it's a weird it's a weird vibe because they're yeah. like oh yeah these guys are just doing their job. Right. They're, they're so happy that this one shipment got through. This is yeah. this is weird. Like, do I feel bad for these guys? Uh, 
so they kind of locate where they need to go. It's the officer's mess. Right. And they Mayfield is going to go in, but then he sees his old boss, yeah. Valen Hess, which totally sounds like an old like cowboy name. Right. That he's the bad guy that yeah. wears a black, you know, uh, coat. You know, you 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 can see Valen Hess played by Lee Van Cleef. I, well, I, I was going to I have a note. <laughs> Chris, I have a note. That says he. I mean, he yeah. reminds me of Lee Van Cleef. I legit have a note that says that. That's wild that you would say that. Uh, they go in, and he he sees it, and he goes, "Oh, I can't go in there. That's my old yeah, boss." He immediately turns around. He. Uh, oh, by the way, Hess is played by Richard Brake, who I recognize right away. Uh, he's been in a lot of things. He was in Doom, Rob Zombie's Thirty One, uh, Kingsman, Hannibal uh-huh. Rising. Uh, Halloween two, the, the the Rob Zombie one, but most notably, probably for our listeners, he's in Batman Begins. He's Joe Chill. Yeah, yeah. So he always plays kind of that creepy bad guy. Yeah, I I like. He's him. not overtly. It's like he's not overtly evil. He's pretty overtly. But, I mean, evil. yeah. Well, he's but got I mean, a skeletal look, and it's he's just got this grin. It's a smile. He's smiling it's at almost you, and like you know the it's bad. Human version of the Grinch. Huh. He's got that big huh. kind of TV, yeah, nasty he does, smile. He looks like you a, know, I mean, a bad creature. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mando goes, fine, I'll do this. You know, whatever. And and he goes there and he tries to scan, and you can see that with the helmet on. You can yeah. see that Hess is looking at him, and uh, but the helmet won't scan, so he's got to take the helmet off. And this is one of those moments when he's thinking back to what Bill Burr just said, right? You know, what is it? Is it that you can't show your what? It, what's the reason? Why do you believe this? Basically, right. so he goes, well. I'm desperate. I have to do this. It's the only way. I'm going to take the mask off. Yeah. So he takes the helmet off and he scans his face, which probably means he's in some kind of database now. Yeah. I don't know how much that's going to matter. I'm sure they'll find some way to make it matter. But because right. he always wears a helmet anyway, I don't know how much right. them having a picture of his face. It'll just be like, well, we don't know. <laughs> you know, who, right. who is that guy? Uh, it almost fails, but he gets there right in time. There's this countdown. Yeah. adds a little tension there. But then you hear Hess call to him, Trooper! And he just freezes. And he, he comes over, and he's asking for Mando's designation. And he gives them all these wrong answers. And he's like, no, son, I want your TK number. Also, is is he the first, like, Southern Imperial? Seems like it. I like it. It works. I mean, he's from a different place. Right, you, know? you know, yeah. It works. Uh, but it, this is when the scene really starts to feel like mm-hmm. Inglorious Bastards. I mean, really. You Almost. I mean, it's right there on it. You have this, this tension, point. yeah. Uh, but then Burr saves him, and he comes up and he says, this is my commanding officer, TK-593. And he says, his name is TK-111. He says, you got to speak up to him. He's hard of hearing ever since his vessel lost pressure during the Battle of Tanab, which is the thing that Lando references right. in Return of the Jedi. He's like, I guess somebody told him about my little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's cool. It's a, again. That's a little reference that right throws back to the the, the movie. It's well within the timeline. It's right. not weird for it to be mentioned. No, it's a cool thing. And if you weren't a total Star Wars nerd, you would not know. No, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything really to even big Star Wars no. fans. So it's just a cool thing. But it's nice to have that little. It's a fun, just little like little oh hey Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, I can hold on to that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he asks his name and Burr's like we just call him Brown Eyes. <laughs> that's also really fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he's like, oh, let's go fill out those TPS reports. And uh, you know, <laughs> I love the TPS. Isn't that movie. funny? Yeah. 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 It's so great. Office yeah. It's so space. great. That's in there. <laughs> uh, 
and as they try to leave, you get Hess going, you're not dismissed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like chilling. Yeah. So they, they go sit down. Uh, and it's, he's, he's like, let me buy you a drink. Yeah, he's like, let's sit down. And they, uh, let's see here. He tells them that they were the only transport to the, of, on this day to yeah. actually deliver their shipment. And uh, he invites them to get a drink. Uh, and then it cuts quickly to uh, Cara Dune and Fennec uh, just doing some Overwatch. You see, right. you get to see a lot of the exterior of the place, and mm. you see that it's like this big dam. And it's um, – I didn't mean to swear. Sorry. And you see that uh, there's <laughs> – Damn, a, damn, 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 damn. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of guards posted around. There's some blasters. There's a lot of in-place guns yeah. and stuff. So it won't be quite easy to – Escape. No, but they've kind of like, okay, you take all the guards, I'll take the cannons. Yeah, they make a plan. Yeah, yeah they, they got this. They sit, okay, so then we be, we're back inside. Well, and then she's like, well, what's taking them so right. long? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. And uh, it's just a little little tension there. Right. They sit down at the table. And Mayfeld, Mayfeld says, uh, he's, well, Hess goes, what should we toast to? And Mayfeld says, we should toast to Burn and Con. Which immediately Hess goes, oh, What's yeah. this about? Because he was there at Burning Right. Con. He was the right. commanding officer. And this whole time, uh, Denjarin does just not have a helmet there, on, and he's like, looking, like, eyes back and forth. I feel like, so naked, and yeah. this is so bad. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. So, Burning Con, I looked up, mm-hmm. has been referenced a lot. It is a thing that's in the canon. It's one of those worlds which was targeted by the Imperial Revenant in Operation Cinder, which you get to do a lot of in mm-hmm. Battlefront 2. Right. Um, the Battle of Burnicon took place three months after the Battle of Endor. So that's kind of gives you an idea of right. what it was. So Return of the Jedi, basically. Bill Burr says they lost their whole division, five to 10,000 people. And Hess is like, well, I had to make a lot of unpleasant decisions that day. But he says they're all heroes of the Empire. Right. Their glory will live on or whatever. And he's like, yeah. no, nah, they're dead, man. The, that war was terrible. It was terrible for the soldiers. It was terrible for the civilians that didn't want anything to do with it. Uh it was terrible for his friends that he served with that died. Right. He says, you know, who is it good for? Uh, and then he tells Bill Burr, oh, well, that Rhydonium that you delivered is going to cause even more chaos than that. It's going to make it's going to make Vernon Khan look like nothing. Well, doesn't he before that? He said, well, you know, basically after Burr had said about all the people that had died, he's like, well, we're still here. Yeah, he does yeah, say, yeah. Like, he, he makes himself so hateable. Right, yeah. He shows no sympathy. No. He's just like a slime ball. Yeah. He's perfectly playing his part. Yes. You hate him. You, you, you hate do. him. You get, it's exactly like in Glorious Bastards yes. when he's sitting there and he knows they're hiding the people in the basement and they're mm-hmm. just toying with him. Right. Oh, it's so bad. So, he basically has just start spouting this imperial propaganda and yeah. saying all this, all this space Nazi stuff, you know. Right. And you can see Mayfeld just burning, making I mean, his decision. I mean, you his see his bald make, head is turning uh, red. Yeah, at that and you point. can see him just kind of smile and nod, and he just pulls out his gun and uh, blasts him when he's trying Spence to toast. Square in the chest. He just just <laughs> takes care of that. Yeah. And there's this funny moment where everyone's just like. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mando's like, <"Whoa." laughs> and there's a dro- or there's a trooper standing there with a tray. Yeah, and he just he freezes, <laughs> and then that's when, and it was almost just like in Inglorious Bastard. He just kind of turns around, you oh, know, yeah. leans on, he, you know, he's sitting there in the chair, just kind of turns and like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, you're there too. The scene in the bar, yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's just like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's two references to that today. So uh, <laughs> and. Mayfield at that point kind of clears out the whole. He blasts mess a bunch hall. of guys. Yeah, he, yeah. Everybody in the mess hall. He hands Mando. I did love this. This was 
I, this moment was great. He hands Mando his helmet. He don't, doesn't even look at him. No. He says, "You did what you had to do, man. I never saw your face. Let's just move on." Yeah. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't even. He's being respectful. He doesn't look at his face. Right. He just gives him a helmet and says, "Let's go." Yeah. You know that he, he doesn't dwell on it. He, you 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 see that his character has really made a change here. Right. Right. When he was c- confronted with all this stuff that he was trying to run from, well, essentially, and all the stuff that he did. Yeah. You know, he he kind of he kind of worked through it yeah. while they were. You know, it's when he's talking well, to Mando in the vehicle. It's like he not made only that about sleeping at night. You know, not only is of... he talking to Mando, but he's really thinking about that stuff for himself. Right. He's not really just pushing Mando. That's just a side effect. Right. He's really more concerned with himself and yeah, yeah sleeping at night. But the thing is that he's done that. You know, to be able to because he even makes that reference. Yeah, he's you like, know, the best you can do is that you know. Right. Yeah, he said that earlier, and then he says it again later here. Uh, they go out the window. There's some great sniping. There's some yes. great, and it's all very dangerous. Star Wars, you know. Right. Uh, th- there's a scene when the guy tries to come under that. It's almost like a blind thing, and yeah. he just beat. It's like a very John Wick kill. Like, hang on, yeah. let me put this gun on you and shoot you. Yeah. Uh, they're just guys are. They raise their guns to shoot, and they're being sniped before they even right even before they can even get uh, their finger pulled on the trigger. So good. Yeah. Guys falling off of high stuff. Yeah. Screaming. Uh, they call fat. He flies over. There's a great shot of him in that cockpit. You know how they have him like vertically? Right. It's such a cool shot of him. I know. I love that ship so much. It's I mean, just because of the, the way that it is. The interior. Yeah. It's nuts great. Uh, I love the look of this base. Yeah. This giant dam thing. Uh, it looks like it's in the middle of like South America. It's yeah, and, and you know, on a it, on a giant waterfall. It feels the ex- top. extremely Star Wars to me. Oh yeah, it feels a lot like some stuff I'd seen in some of the games. Right, it just feels perfect to me. So yeah. I, I think I said this before. I'm I'm a real sucker for this this era well, of Star in, Wars design in, in uh, Battlefront uh, Kashyyyk. Yeah, you know, it looks a lot like it. Sure does. Yeah. So I love it. Uh. Basically, they jump into the Slave One. They make their escape. Mayfeld says, hey, hand me that cycler rifle, which is Boba Fett's right. rifle, by the way. He blasts that Rhydonium, blows up the whole thing, I blows mean, up real good. Well, and he shows that he was a sharpshooter. Right. Because, I mean, the shot that he made was a hell of a shot. It was fantastic, yeah. Uh, everyone's impressed by that shot. And he hands the, he, he leans in to, to Mando after he does that, and he goes, look, we all need to sleep at night. Yeah. So basically, that's him trying to atone for Some the terrible yeah. things that he had to do for the Empire. Um, two Tie Fighters come out right to try and keep them from leaving. Yeah. What idiots! They <laughs> Fett handles him so easily. It's like it's oh embarrassing. My gosh. He drops one of those seismic charges. You get that amazing that silence, <laughs> and then boom. Yeah. Just like in yeah. uh, episode was it two? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, they let Mayfeld go. They say, oh, it's too bad that the prisoner died. Uh, well, uh, well, he's like, wait, are you telling me wait, I can go? What? what? Yeah. yeah, you tell me to leave because I'll it's leave. Like, are you going to shoot me or do I get to walk away? You can tell he's yeah. nervous. Like, are they going to, yeah, am I going to walk away? Like, what are you talking me? about? What, what What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's, that's good. I think they earned it. He earned it. Yeah. So, makes sense. He's well, got a new it, chance. But it also leaves him to be able to come back later. Of course. You know, and it's funny because I remember saying, I think even on here, why are we bringing Mayfield back? That doesn't make sense, right? Well, it totally makes sense, right? It's almost like Dave Filoni knows what he's doing. Well, actually, this <laughs> episode was written by, um, oh wow, Rick uh, Fumawa. You're right, 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 right. But so, but what I mean is, this yeah, overall, no, I mean, yeah, and the know, whole thing, yeah. But even you know, I'd have to say, you know, the majority of them are written by Dave and 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 John, yeah. and this was one of those that weren't. 
because he, uh, Rick, did. I think the one, what our favorite episode from the, last yeah, season, yeah, with Mayfeld, with Mayfeld, yeah, he wrote that one too, yeah, because exactly. he's written too, exactly right. So, but um, yeah, I mean, even outside of just John and and, and Dave, you know, I think these people that they're getting on the show are getting it. Yeah, they're picking the people that get it. Yep, you know, it's not. You know, let's do this and let's do that. Or we're gonna help. You know, we're gonna give the fans this. No, this is what they get. What Star Wars is, they do, and that's absolutely. So, so there's another right before they let him go. There's this little moment when he says, uh, "Mayfeld looks at Mando and he says, good luck getting your kid back.'" And he there's a, there's a distinction because he calls him his kid. Yeah, he doesn't say the kid or good luck whatever. He he it basically implies that he knows that Grogu is Mando's son. I mean right. it's Mando's son. He's fully adopted at right. this point. And I like that. Just that I like what that means. Just kind of that acknowledgement. Exactly right. Uh, the next thing we get uh, is a shot of Gideon's ship. It's a class five four six cruiser. It doesn't have a name. A lot of times in Star it Wars, it wasn't a light cruiser, right? But but in in a lot of times in Star Wars, these ships have names. yeah, they usually have the like executor a, or the whatever the whatever the name is. Yeah, the the, the Chimera is Thrawn's ship, right? But it doesn't have a name, which no. that's weird. So uh, you see Gideon, and he's receiving a message, uh, and it's Mando giving the exact same speech that I Gideon gave it. at the end of season one. Uh, it's awesome. It's very threatening. Right. His whole they, it just you see Gideon's face like, huh. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to deal with this now. Yeah. It's yeah. Perfect. And then oh credits. That was an awesome episode. It was great. It, I, was it a, did feel like a little bit of a diversion, but I knew we'd have to go on one to get ready to save the child. Right. And and when it was over, I was like, oh, that's weird. You know, I didn't. It didn't go where I thought it was going to go because of what we the episodes we had just gotten right know, beforehand, were, which such big episodes. Right. But the more. I, like when I rewatched it last night again, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed all the Bill Burr stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed giving his character that much more depth, and 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 a little bit more lore. Right, we, you know, and and more development on Mando. Of it's it's he's more and more okay with taking the helmet off. It's right, interesting to see his change. Well, and it's I think from his initial contact with Bo-Katan. Yeah, I it's think the idea is swirling get, around. Yeah, it's been swirling in his yeah. head, and how. The fact that, you know, not so much that he's been misguided, right. but that he's realizing maybe things take more precedent than, yep. you know, exactly right. maybe everything I, that he's been... Maybe I was taking it a little too far. Right, right. Now, have you seen the interview with Bill Burr talking about initially... When he hated Star Wars? When he hated Star Wars. Yeah. And his conversation with John. Yeah. Apparently it was at a party. And he's yeah. like, it's it's effing Muppets in space. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? Oh, now you he know? loves it. Now, yeah. And then he got there and he said he was busting people's chops and everything else. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like, I've seen this chick with purple things sticking out of her head. And, <laughs> you know, you got Clancy Brown being like another Hellboy over here. Yeah. And, you know, starts, and he's like, once, you know, after two or three takes, he's like, oh shit. This is real. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and then after a while, you don't even realize that everybody's running around in these stupid-ass costumes. <laughs> yeah. costumes. I know? get it. I totally get he's it. He's like, you know, after a while, and then, you know, he really said, you know, when they said, we want you back, yeah. he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and that paycheck. Right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that doesn't hurt one bit. No. So. But no, I, I, you can tell that he's – well, that's not just a dumb throwaway character. Which, no. Uh, which I thought maybe would happen. But right. no, that's a real important, interesting I character. mean, and could be in the future. For sure. I mean, you don't know what, what – yeah. you know, we don't necessarily know how far it's going to go. Well, we so, know where it's going to go next. Well, we know where it's going to go next. Episode Oh, eight. my God. You know, the name of this was called The Rescue. Now, when you te- when you texted me this morning, you said, I'm re-watching episode eight. I'm like, oh, he's watching The Last Jedi. No. No. You know better than that. <laughs> uh, that would have to be a clockwork orange moment no, for me would to not. be able to watch. You'll put it on sometimes. You'll do it. Well, I mean, you, will you know, it. I may be drunk one time. There you go. One time. One time. <laughs> All right, episode well, eight. Maybe not the maybe the one time being drunk watching it, but not the one time being drunk. Okay. Uh, all right. Opens with right. I mean, action. The second the episode starts. Right. Slave one. It's unique blaster fire sounds. Chasing it in an imperial sh- shuttle, and lo yes. and behold, well, one. You have twins. So are these guys clones? You know, flying the shuttle. But we get the first time we've seen Dr. Pershing in a while. Yes. Yes. And so, he's, he's in the cockpit. He's yeah, nervous. Scared as hell. Uh-huh. You know. Um, um, and then finally at one point after, basically it's almost like Boba Fett like toying with them to get them For in the sure. right spot. Yeah. And hits them with an ion cannon which shuts everything down. And then they make the statement, oh, it's pirates. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, it's pirates. And it's like, are we gonna fight? And then one of them is like, you know, all concerned, messing with stuff, and the other one's like, you know, I don't want to die to you. Yeah, you know, he's kind of like, you know, screw this. <laughs> Even though he looks exactly like the other guy, so I don't know if they're, you know, just clones or yeah. if they're actually they just look similar. Yeah, I thought they weren't. I didn't notice that they were. You know exactly the same or anything, and they, and they, they looked pretty seemed, damn they close. They just looked like yeah, they were I mean, similar. Yeah. Anyway, um, then you hear a voice. You know, Boba's voice over the intercom. Uh, drop your shields. Prepare to be boarded. Prepare to be boarded. And then I love the mo- the intimidation moment of him, the slave one, the front of it with the cockpit, oh, gliding over right the, over yeah. the hood oh. of the other one. You know, and you see him like just. Obviously, he's in the helmet, but that stare down of like, mm. I will tear your shit up if you yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it comes over, and then you hear the, you know, you, you, you get the jarring of the docking. Yeah. And then they kind of stand up when the doors open, and it's dead jarring. Oh, yeah. And you see the look on Pershing's face. He knows. He knows. He knows he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and then all he says is, Is the kid alive? And he's like, yes. Well, the one that one of the uh, pilots who was the, concerned about, you know, trying to get away, not the one that was like, screw this. Yeah. Grabs him. Says, do you know who you have? This is the, you know, the. Uh, this is Doctor Pershing. Doctor Pershing. He's a know. clone. Uh, what do they call him? He's like a clone engineer or yeah. a clone something like that. Yeah, cloning engineer, head cloning engineer. Yeah. And then Cara Dune walks in. This is when it gets very tense. Yeah, and she's pulling the gun, and um, at this point, this is when that pilot grabs, grabs the Pershing. doctor yeah. and puts the gun to his head. It's like, you know, 
this man is wanted by the the new republic. If you you know, if he dies, it'll be you know on you. Blah 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 blah. And he makes a backhanded comment about Alderaan. Oh, oh, he says I was there. Or what does he well, say? He, I was on the Death Star. Or, is, is no, you, no. First he said, "Well, first he says, well, you, you know, if he dies, then you'll wish you were still on Alderaan.' He, well, and he, he says something on the line, and then he said, "I saw the tear." He brings up the fact that the Death Star had millions of people on it. Well, yeah. At first, and he says, "I was there when the when the Death Star blew up your planet." Yeah. He's like, and then she goes, "Which one?" <laughs> you yeah. know, as like you like, you're not going to screw with me. Which which piece of shit were you on yeah. that we blew up? Yeah, you know, and it's like, oh no, I was there, you know, and how many millions of troops died on those things, and it was basically a pleasure destroying. He didn't even get it finished out, and she just leveled him in the face, blasted. Just, I mean, total blast, total blast. I kind of slowed it down the other night, and all you see is like when the laser hits, like a black hole. Yeah, in his face, Baja blasted. Yeah. <laughs> so Pershing's like grabbing his ear yeah. from, from from blaster burn and she just kinda does that shoulder shrug and yeah, walks took care of it. Yeah. So we switch to um we go to back on you know it, it cuts to back on the uh, slave one. Yeah. And they're they're heading to a planet and it's it's just mo- you know, the the uh the ship heading to a planet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an industrial meets the forest kind of mix. Right. It's kind of them almost living, coexist, you know, and kind of both things kind of coexisting right. when you when you land. Well, the slave one lands right next to the gauntlet. Those buildings are cool. Yeah, those are. And the gauntlet is, if you don't know, that's Bo-Katan's ship. Oh, okay, yeah. So that that's the ship that's right for, next for to the slave one. For some people, I'm sure that made, meant a lot, but right. to me, I didn't. Yeah, I, I like, know. Oh, okay, With you cool. not being the Clone War person. Yeah. And, um, anyway... You get the slave one does its flip and if flip down and and lands and we cut to the inside of the cantina and both Boba and uh, Mando walk in and yep. of course it's one of those in the Western that everybody kind of turns around the and piano looks. player stops playing right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed that Casca, who is Sasha Banks, the yep. wrestler, right. Um, she turns around, but the moment they first walk in, Bo-Katan doesn't yeah. right away. So I kind of notice that she's, you know, just like, okay, whatever. She's a badass. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, that they're a second thought. She's confident. But I did notice that the other guy was not with them. What is it, Axe Wolf? Well, yeah. Something like that? I think something like that. Axe, Axe Wolf. And there's no, no, I mean... Apparently, there's more Mandalorians elsewhere, right. or things going on, but no real description of, you know, he was in that, that episode that they appeared quite a bit, but no real explanation why he wasn't in this one. Yeah. It was just kind of a side note thing on that. Um, Yeah, and then they... Oh, it's not Wolf. It's oh. Axe Wolves. Wolves. Okay. Wolves. Whoa. All right, then you get, um, basically he comes in, he says, I need your help. And that's when Bo-Katan turns around and makes that uh, comment of, well, not every Mandalorian are bounty hunters. Right. And she looks like dead square at Boba Fett. Yeah, and you can tell there's a bit of a... 
history a thing going on yeah. something and i don't know if she recognizes him or not i don't think that is mentioned but you can tell there's something going on right and right. and it is funny that they come asking for her help she was begging mando to help right and he did yeah it took a it took some convincing but right. he did she owes him yeah in my opinion i i think so too yeah but i think that she thinks she's above that he laid his I life down yeah running through that hallway Right, trying to get that thermal detonator on those on those troopers. Well, and I I think it kind of shows like her, you know, she thinks she's royalty. She yeah, she's got a and, she's got a definitely some flaws going on. Right. Well, anyway, she's he uh, he says they you know they took the child, and kind of piques her interest. Yeah. And she's you know when she asks who he says Gideon, and then he she's like oh well you'll never find him. And then we he's know like, where he is. "We know, yeah." Basically, he's like, "I know where he is. Mm-hmm. I know how to get him." And at that point, that's she when, wants the dark saber, so she's going to yeah, say yes. Yeah, of course. she says, "Yeah, of course." And Boma's like, "Screw this. We don't need them." Oh yeah. And then that's when the the real tension begins between them two, because yeah. she makes that comment like, "You're you're a disgrace to your armor." And he's like. This was my father's armor. <laughs> this, these lines we keep talking about. Yeah. Not yeah. your armor. I yeah. want my armor. Yeah. It's a, this was my father's armor. Father's armor. And she means, she says, don't you mean your donor? Yeah. And Whoa. then that's when Clone he walks hate. up and, you know, like I said, without even seeing a single damn facial expression. It all works. The most intimidating look. He walks up to her and. She's like, she makes the comment, I've heard your voice a thousand times. Meaning the fact that he's a clone. all the clones yeah. and the clone troopers. That, and he's like, well, mine may be the last you ever hear. Yeah. And then uh, that's when Casca tries to throw a uh, punch at him, a sucker punch. And he flips her and breaks the table, yeah. throws her in. That's good. And then, and then shoots the... Uh, Cable and lassos, and they have a little tug of war. The smart rope. Smart rope. Smart rope. Smart rope. Um, From Apple. Yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> anyway, um, and then Sasha pulls a little uh, wrestling move, her signature yeah, wrestling move. Pretty good. And ends with the culmination of them trying to flamethrower each other. <laughs> Mandos being Mandos. Mandos being Mandos. And finally, it's she's. Mando stuff. You know, she tries to do it very wrinkly. Enough! Yes. You know, I saw the the Disney two finger point. Yes. Um, there was at times I like Katie Sackhoff. Her there's a couple of times in that scene. It wasn't so much in other ones, but she was almost trying to play like too regal. She's trying to this, be. She's trying to be the boss. Like I'm over everyone. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's just her character, I think. And, and I do. I mean, I I don't. I haven't seen all because of Clone Wars and Rebels. I think because now they're setting her up to be maybe not a villain, but certainly a rival right. of Mando. Right, right, She's going to be a conflicted character. Yeah, she she will be, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, she does the, uh, the the whole stop it. And basically, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll help you, but Gideon is mine, basically. Yeah. He has a weapon that will cut through anything. You know, almost and, anything. Almost, yeah. Costco's like almost anything, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, we'll not cut through per- pure Beskar." Yep. Well, we've had a couple of hints of not only his armor but 
a weapon that he procured. His staff. The spear, yes. yes. Um, yeah, they kind of uh, switch back again. We've had a lot of cl- kind of like switch back and forth kind of clips. Um, they're all on the on the on the uh, slave one, kind of with a the party uh, ship. The party ship, um, devising their plan. Yep. You know, and and initially, Bo-Katan's like trying to tell everybody, "Well, this is this, and and this is this, and we'll do this." And Pershing, you know, kind of chimes in. Um, basically, your idea is flawed. Yeah. And I love the I love the uh, line from Kara Dune. She's like, oh, and, you know, so we get basically the comments from the cheap seats. Yes. You know, and he's like, no, this is, he's like, I, I assure you, this is no subterfuge. Yes. In his big, like, you know. Nerd glasses. Nerd internal glasses. You can tell he's being honest. Yeah. He just doesn't so, want to get shot. <laughs> right. He basically, um, knowing, explains that there is the... Bay with a whole entire platoon of darn troopers. Yeah, so they're in trouble. Right. Um, yeah, pretty much almost an invincible set. And it's like, well, it's, you know, it's troopers. How hard can they be? And he explains, well, no, these are the new generation that. Yeah, they don't even have. Their flaw was their in the human in the suit. It's so Terminator. Yeah, it is so Terminator. Um, but anyway, he explains that, you know, they're in there and it takes. A few minutes for them to power up because they use so much energy. So much energy, yeah. So they can't have them always on on ready. Right. Um, and then he explains that here is the uh, brig where they're holding the child, you know, and there's armed guards there. Yep. Well, and then they they come up with the plan of getting to the bridge, and initially, you know, Bo-Katan's like, "Well, we'll split up into two teams," and then Jaren's like, "No, I go alone." Yep. And she's like, "Okay, well." He does a little solid snake, right? Sneaking. Yeah, so they they uh, devise a plan, and as they're talking, um, going to the ship in hyperspace, we get a little more back and forth between. Because the I love the condescending way that Boba Fett says, "Princess." Yeah. <laughs> Are they gonna fall in love? No. Oh, it's not gonna be no, Han no, and Leia thing. No, oh God, no. Okay, <laughs> they they would be the ones to shoot each other <laughs> in the, in each other's sleep. They wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't care. Um, anyway, um, basically going over in the plan, Boma's gonna shoot at the shuttle that they're all in, you know, and then they're gonna go into the launch tube and block from any Tie fighters right. being able to and come that's out. That's exactly what they do, and that is exactly it works out. They get two, uh, you know, two tie fighters out. And you know the the bridge is you know they they come through hyperspace. Boba's shooting at them, and couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. You know it looks like yeah, um, but pretty convincing. It's pretty, pretty convincing. Good. I mean he he made it close enough that it was you can just tell how how good of a like, shot he is. How, how excellent of a shot is. and a pilot he is. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing you you never really seen with anything of the original movies. I mean, other than, you know, him doing that little floating in the trash. Yes. And then taking, you know. The, doing the Han Solo. Doing the Han Solo thing. Um, but how good the Mandalorians are at flight. They're great. I mean, because look at Den Jaren. Yeah. When that, He's like one of the best pilots around. I was going to say, better than almost any other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, two of them get off. You know, they're they're 
communicating to the bridge, oh, we've got, you know, goes the, the shuttle codes and we're being attacked, blah, 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 blah. They're like, oh, clear the tube. We'll clear launch. The launch tube, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll launch TIE Fighters. Let's touch a tight fit, man. Yeah. There should be just be a bay door somewhere else. You would think. That that, that tight fit is too small. Well, maybe that's just the way the light cruiser is. And well, just, that explains that little wedge, that little opening. And that's what that is. Right. So, um, anyway, long story short, shuttle, they crash into the tube. They block? They're blocking it from anything else being able to come out. Yep. And, like, the moment that they get ready to go in that tunnel, Momo cuts off and just does this flip-around maneuver See and waste, waste both TIE Fighters yep. in, like, two shots. And then gets the hell out of there. And then, zoom, light speeds out. He gone. He gone. Um... You know, you get that moment of, which we've seen several times, of, you know, what's going on in there? You know, why, after all this time, they do the same tactic when a ship is in a docking bay is beyond me. They get blasted. They, <laughs> yep. Well, the four, you know, Kara, totally Fennec Shan, and uh, Casca, and bo all come out blazing guns, taking everybody out. This was the female empowerment moment that blew away the little, you know, A-Force part in Endgame. You think so? Oh, yeah. This was more of a, it wasn't forced. You believe the, you know, I think this was kind of a a female empowerment moment. It it seemed more. uh, It's more natural. Yeah. More more actual, authentic. Because. I mean, everything that we've seen of all these all these characters, they are badass. Yeah. And that is part of who they are. Absolutely. And, and it's not one of those that has to choke you out on it. It doesn't, yeah, it's not rubbing it in your face. It's not going like, well, right. look what we did. They just did it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. So, and I thought it was really good, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, they've cleared the whole deck of anyone and they're all, everyone else is dead. Um, they move on to head towards the bridge, and then that's when we see Den Jarn walk out. And I love slips the fact out. he slips out, and they like mute his theme music. Uh huh. But it's there. It's it's there, but it's almost like okay, this is this is the music of him sneaking. The composing in this episode phenomenal. We'll get there, but man, there's one piece at yeah. the end. Yeah. Good lord. So they fight their way to the bridge. Yeah, fight their way to the bridge. Do a couple of fun tactics. Some good action. Some good action. Um, you see Din Djarin at the same time sneaking. Yes, doing and, some cool, some cool moves. Right, and then he uh, at that point that's when Gideon released the Dark Troopers. Yep, and then we get that other awesome music. Yes. And kind of techno. It's, it's like uh, Jason yeah. Voorhees. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. And I, I really think some of the shots, like the one with it powering up, and then you see like just from the chin up, right, and the eye lights come on. Yeah, that's a adjacent shot. Some of it is kind of like yeah, like a slasher like that. Like for sure. yeah, that that ominous, just juggernaut yeah. coming. Also Terminator. I mean, yeah, same Terminator, thing. very too. much Terminator. Yeah. So we get shots of you know the girls going to the bridge. Um, I, I think there were like some rumors of going around about Gina Carano not being in anymore, and I right. think they kind of did a little bit of a bait and switch. Could be when they had the gun, because at Cause one point thought, her gun jams. You thought she's gonna get it. And thought yeah. she's gonna get it. Well, 
you know. They, she sorted it out by just whacking the dude with the gun. <laughs> I know. It was awesome. Flipping one guy by a headlock, and then and then Fennec, and the last guy that had his gun up to her, Fennec blows him away. Yeah. And then, you know, she's she's messing with this stupid gun the whole time in the <laughs> and, elevator. Well, and I like that. Cussing. The, she translates her rage at the gun into yeah. rage towards the enemy. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. <laughs> Finally gets the gun in the, right before the uh, lift opens and just annihilates what looks yeah. like a whole platoon of... Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> this whole time, Denjarin is uh, sneaking to get to... Grogu's cell. Grogu's cell, which... Well, who's in there? But first, oh, right. one, we got to see a little uh, treat of a droid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just wandering across the, yeah. the hallway. The yeah. uh, Death Star Protocol droid. Yeah. He he passes by. Uh-huh. Um, then we get to... well, we, That, that we, screen is the screen for the episode. Like, if you go to Disney+, Plus, that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the frame they use. Isn't right. That, that's, weird. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, before he gets to the cell, he gets to the bay where the... The dark troopers. The are. dark troopers. Yes, are. and they so, come. Al- they come alive. Well, yeah, they're they're all. You know, you get these cut back and forth between when the girls are getting to the bridge right. and when he's sneaking. These troopers are are powering up. Wars yeah. Thing. Well, he, he just shuts the door. Yeah. Well, he just. He's, <laughs> he I goes lo- nope. <laughs> he's like no, 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 no. Yeah. He just he shuts runs, the door. At him. Shuts the doors, and you get that yet again. Terminator slash the hands opening the doors. Catches the doors. Yeah. You know, and then the one comes out and just pummels the hell out of him. It's terrifying. Across the hall, he's got it's got him slammed up against the door, the wall, right? And it's bashing him in the helmet, and it, it shows how good the best car is. It had it had me a little real steel moment. Yes, it does look like a rock'em sock'em robot for sure. I mean, and it looks like that. Uh, what what was it called? The big black one. And real steel? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, he's just like hammering him in the face. Right. And, and literally burying him in the wall. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> and and at one point, uh, in Din Djarin puts the flamethrower to him. Yeah. That was the Jason Voorhees moment for me. Yeah. He's got all this flame like coming out it's through these different anything. spots. And he just kind of turns his head. Uh-huh. And it's like... Oh shit! That yeah, didn't work. That didn't do it. Rapes off the uh, the uh, whistling birds, slows him for a second. Yeah, doesn't do it. Doesn't though. do it. No. And uh, finally, he whips out the spear and just shoves it into his head. That was a great kill. That was a great kill. Yeah. And just kind of cranks it, and yep. pops the head off. That was a great kill. <laughs> it was really cool. And gets to the bay and ejects all the rest of the but troopers. The point is, like, it was so hard for him to fight just one of them. Right, right. And there's, I mean, he barely a, made it out. There's a platoon of those. Right. So, yikes. So, and then but they and all get sucked out into space. They all get sucked out into space. So we're like, oh, okay, everything's going to be good. As soon as it happened, now, well, you and I watched this together. Yes. As soon as it happened, I said, well, that's not going to do anything. No, I know. <laughs> we called that <laughs> they right. They all have jet packs, yeah. you know, or jet rockets. So, yeah, that's not going to do any good. Um, we get to in front of the cell. And who's there? Well, first, there's two armed stormtroopers. Right. That he dispatches with extreme prejudice. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, extreme prejudice. Yeah. He takes and shoves the spear in the chest of one. Yeah. And then basically snaps the neck yeah. of the with other stormtrooper in the air. I mean, it's you know, the guy's moment. off his feet yeah. and he snaps. So throws the spear back on his back, pulls the blaster, opens the door. 
and lo and behold, Gideon is there, mm-hmm. very maniacally waving the dark saber over yep. Grogu's head. Poor little Grogu. And, and you know, Grogu has that little kind of whimper. Uh huh. Hey, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, Gideon monologues for a while. Yep. We, we do the whole He's drop your blaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, at that point, he is a Bond villain. Yeah. You know, drop the blaster, kick it over to me. Yep. Monologues for a little while. You know, talking about, well, you know, I know things. You know, I know by now the the boarding party has probably gotten to the bridge and has killed You everyone. know that he's seen everything that's happened right. so far. You know, and, and, and I know this and I know that. Yep. Basically, he says, pretty much assume I know everything. Yeah, he does, yeah. You know, so he he kind of was like, you know, at that point, Dan Jarns, all I want's a kid. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. I just want the kid. And he's like, oh, well, I have everything I need. I got the blood. We're yeah, good. I got his blood. And and he the statement of bringing order. Yeah. Order. Order. Yeah. And, and he puts very much emphasis on that First word. First order, you order. might say. Yes. And this is when I was like, huh, Gideon's being pretty reasonable here. Right. Maybe, yeah, like, okay. And then, well, and that's when. Well, and, well, and first, that's, he, you know, he shuts off the blade. Yep. And as Din Djarin goes to pick up Grogu, attacks him. Yeah. Which, typical Bond villain fashion. Yeah. So, we get an awesome battle. It's good, yeah. And this is the first time we've really seen major hand-to-hand combat. One-on-one combat. It's good. From Din Djarin. Yeah. And just goes to show how good he actually is. I loved that, um, that second-to-last spear move he did. Where he jabbed it. Yeah. Blocked. Then, like, kicked it over his shoulder, you know, and, and flipped back. We need to have some of our sword experts back on to talk about yeah, exactly. how that was. Almost some kind of Wing Chun type of staff move. Maybe. But anyway, um, disarms Gideon yep. at this point. And he's got basically the spear at his throat, and he says, Oh, you're sparing my life. This should be interesting. Yeah. So it's like, okay. What's going on at this point? Well, because he knows Bo wanted him alive. Right. Right. Because of what we find out with the Darkseid. Which he now has. Well, they walk into the bridge. Gideon's in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. And Ninjaran has the the Darksaber and lit up, you know, activated. And when everybody turns around... Bo-Katan turns and says, what is this? Yeah. And I love Cara Dune's line. Well, this means that the Republic's going to have to pay double. Yeah, because he's alive. Because he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then this is when, once again, Gideon goes into monologuing. He's laughing. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's not what she means. Yeah. And you can see the look on Bo-Katan's face, you know, kind of. Because the story here is, since Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, Bested. Uh, bested him in in combat. He now get has the rights. To, he has the claim to the dark saber to the and and to the throne and of the Man- throne of Mandalore. Well, Din Djarin has learned all these lessons, and he says, "You know what? All this, all this stupid these legends and rules, right. whatever. Just he just tries to give it to her. He says, Bo Katan, you can have it. I don't want it. Right. I yield. Take it. Right. And 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 Gideon's like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the the dark saber itself doesn't have the power, but the story, story does. Yeah. And 
she'll be a pretender to the throne. She'll be a fake. She yes. she won't have earned it. And he does it in a way that just, you can tell it just keeps twisting that knife she hates into Bo-Katan. She's just you can see Yeah, you can see her weighing her options. Yeah. You know, because he even at one point, Den Jarn's like, I yield. I yield. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. You, go. You, can, you can tell that she really considers just attacking him there. Right. Well, but. he even makes that Gideon when they first walk in. He's like, well, are you going to just kill him now? Or, yeah. yeah. You know, are you going to tell him? Yeah. Of course, that's when Cardoon just throws him around like a ragdoll on the right. floor. Which she does that several times. And he's got his gun that <laughs> yeah. he's concealing. Right. So then that's when the dark troopers start to come back in. Right. We get the alarm, you know, the uh, the perimeter alarm on the ship. Yeah. And we, we get that music again. Yep. That techno terminator. Exactly. I'm just going to start calling that techno terminator. Yep. Techno terminator. Yeah. That's the name of my Anyway, um, basically they start, you see the whole platoon. Just marching in. Marching in. And start setting up and re... And they're set up in all these different areas on the ship. And I like the way this scene is constructed because you see all these different camera shots, camera angles. Well, and it's like that whole line bay yeah. that the girls went down. Yeah. Is they're all lining up in through that whole yeah. section. They're basically filling the whole ship. Right. They're, they're covering all no the way out. Yeah. No way out. Exactly right. And a bunch of them are heading right towards the bridge. Right. And they make it to the bridge, and they start to... Well, first you have that silence. It's very quiet. It's very quiet, and very build-up. And they stand outside the door, mm-hmm. and they start rock'em, sock'em, robot, just pounding the door. Right. And eventually they're going to get through it. Right. So they're all set up, and Gideon makes the comment, well, you know at this point, you know, you have a, an excellent fire team, but we both know that when they can breach that door... Everyone will die. Oh, that is except for me and the child. Yeah, everyone's going to be dead. Right. Well, then we hear, you know, everyone's setting up, getting in their position, getting guns guns ready. Yep. And then we hear another perimeter alarm, and we see a ship. Uh-huh. A certain kind of ship. A single X-Wing. A single X-Wing. Flying in. Which, Cara Dune makes that joke. Oh, yeah. One X-Wing. We're saved, essentially. Yeah. That's not the exact line, but no, she says it, it Basically, that's it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one X-Wing. Oh, we're saved. They try to hail you know. the ship. No one answers. Right. You see it going to the bay. Right. And then um, this is when... Let's see. The very next thing is when... it's the, Is this when the troopers turn around? Yeah. The dark troopers stop pounding on the door. Yes. And they all turn around, and you see, and the music starts to go funny, and uh, really like, almost like a combination of it's, things. It's very, I think that piece of music that plays, it, and it basically plays from now till the end of the episode, right? It's essential. It's it's like a very neat mix of it's acoustic guitar, but then it goes from Mando style, that the same style that you've gotten through the whole show right and it sort of evolves into john williams style yes um and it and it does culminate in a very john williams piece of music that we'll get to but the the music here pay attention to that it really makes it adds this flavor to the scene that uh it's very tense but then it's also sort of mystical and it knows it's sort of revealing something to you and it's and it really plays into like it's not just one of the emotions it's not just like Oh, we're saved. It's not just triumphant, but it's also a little bit mystical, and it's also Mystery, a little bit mysterious, yeah. and it's also a little bit cautious. Y- kind yeah, of. it's a beautiful piece of music. Right. I man, it, it's so well composed. I, I, it, and it's so long too. It's a, it's oh, a I long know. scene. So we see these droids over the 
over the surveillance cameras. Right, right. There's all these screens around. And at this point, everyone is kind of like plastered yeah. to the screens. What's going on? I'm here. seeing what's going on. And, and we see little Grogu perk up. Yep. Yep. And 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 then it cuts to the end of the of a hallway. We we see it on the video screen. And first. we see it on the on the on the video screen first. A cloaked figure. A cloaked figure walking. We can't really make out confidently anything. walking. Confidently, not yes. running. No, not running at all. Confidently walking. And then we see one lone lightsaber line up. Mm-hmm. A green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And we proceed to see this cloaked figure that we really can't tell what they look like. Yeah. Dismantle. I mean, easily. Easily dismantle. Using the forest, using the lightsaber. Yes. Strolling. It's a stroll. Yeah. He's just walking through, taking care of business, slicing droids in half. And I love the fashion that he did it in. It's not overdone. It's not overdone like in the prequels. It's not. No, it's perfect. And it's not understated. No. Like it was in like the original... First two. To me, it feels practical. It, yeah, it, it feels felt very efficient, practical. practical. With a little, with a lot of, pra- you can tell he's practiced and he's done this before. Well, and it's like almost he is the the person, and I do say he. So that yeah, so we know that's um, the Jedi is Jedi. is someone that has studied multiple disciplines of lightsaber. And and the thing I will say is that his whole his whole movement and forward motion towards the bridge, it all feels like a dance. Yeah. He, because... When, and it's when a build-up. Well, it's, it's like to, building to a crescendo. What I mean is yeah. when he, in the way he moves and the way he blocks this, the, the laser bolts, almost carefree. Right. Uh, but it's all very precise. Yeah. He's, he's, using, he's using the same motion... That he's slicing a droid in half with to also block shots, right? And to also right. no waste in motion, right? It's all one calculated chain, yeah. And it's very well put together. I mean, it sounds funny, but the way that you see a John Wick action scene with the mm-hmm. guns, well, where orchestrated. it's like well orchestrated, you know, I'm I can see five moves ahead of the yeah. bad guy. So I'm going He's to move here to here. Yeah, yeah, this guy, you know, this Jedi has seen the whole battle played he out already. He doesn't look panicked. He doesn't. No. He is so confident and just doing the motions that he needs to do. And it sounds do. like, almost, it sounds bad, but he almost is just going through the motions. Well, right. Almost blasé. Yeah. Because it's no big deal. Because this he, is not a threat to him. He's not, seen, in, not he, even a little bit. Not even a slightly, yeah. you know, slight iota of trouble. Yeah. So you know, as this guy's walking in, I mean, he does a nice little force push. One's drawing up against a wall. And he shoves a big box on. Shoves him, a big box on him, it. Cuts the head off of one, yeah. and then as he walks by, as it still trapped, finishes it. Finishes off. it off. Yeah. You know the the last dark trooper right before kill, the door. Right before the door was probably the best force crush. And. and you can tell the 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 droid was like trying the everything motors are it working, had. Yeah, the servos are going. And it <laughs> blasts a couple shots off. It blasts a couple shots off and don't even get near him. Yeah. And then I love the fact that he, you know, he's crushing it. It's like it's just shutting everything down. The eyes like the eyes start are flashing. Blinking, yeah. <laughs> you know, out of out of sync. Yeah. You know, crushes it. Crushes like it. a like a empty paper cup. Right now, this whole time that we keep flashing back to the bridge. 
Grogu is coming to one of the of the monitors, yeah. and he's putting his hand on it. Yeah. So is you know he is, feels something. He feels something, or is he communicating? Yeah. Saying this is where we are. Mm-hmm. You Come know, kind up. of thing. The door's open. Right. Well, <laughs> after the last trooper gets destroyed, easily, easily, um, Grogu looks at Din Djarin with this look like, "This is my thing." This, yeah, we we have to let him. This in. is where I get off. Yeah, yeah. So you know, at this point, he picks him up, and Din Djarin says, "Open the doors," and they're all like, "You're crazy." <laughs> You know, everybody kind of looks at him at first, and the only one to say something, of course, is Fennec going, are you nuts? All these Mandalorians he, who are traditionally terrified of Jedi. Right, yeah. right. Although they know, they've know they known Jedi and whatever, or, yeah. but yeah, they have history. But still, it's like, those are Jedi we don't know. Right. This could be, they know how this powerful could be he bad. is. The whole yeah. point is, like, they know how powerful yeah. he is. <laughs> they know this could be an oh shit moment yeah. if it goes wrong. Their last one. Yeah. So, opens the door. You've got steam coming from all the destruction. Green lightsaber. Green lightsaber, caped figure, and then the reveal. He turns off the lightsaber, and you can see the design of the saber, and you recognize it right away as he puts it on his belt. He lowers, or he raises, whatever. He puts his hood up, down, Down. whatever. Reveals his face, and it's Luke Skywalker. Yes. It's old. So so I I watched this episode when it first came on. 2 a.m. for us. And 2 a.m. I had took everything I had not to yell yeah. at the TV uh-huh. and wake everybody else yeah. up. So when I saw it first, I was with you. Yeah, I was screaming. Well, I I was biting my tongue. I, I was think trying I still not to cry. Marks. It was yeah. about to happen. I had some <laughs> wetness in the eyes. Uh, it, it was such a reveal. Yeah, it's the whole the whole thing is this is a thing where we thought no, you know, it would be cool if it was that. You can listen back on the last episode. Right. I said, of course. Best case scenario, we would love it for for it to be Luke Skywalker. Right. We don't think it will be that. It just couldn't happen, right? It couldn't happen, right? Right. That's the whole thing of that's the whole thing of the Mandalorian. It right. couldn't happen, right? We wouldn't get Boba Fett, right? Right. We wouldn't. We wouldn't get the Slave One. We wouldn't get to see. Man, we wouldn't get to see Mandalorians doing cool right. stuff. We wouldn't get to see Boba Fett being alive. We wouldn't get to see. We wouldn't get to see Bo Katan. We wouldn't get to see Ahsoka. Ahsoka. We wouldn't yeah. get to see any of this stuff, right? We won't. Yeah. Oh no. We yeah. get to see it all. Right. I mean... Delivery after delivery. Delivery after, after delivery. delivery. Now, and and I, we'll talk about this afterwards, but we'll finish this episode first. Um, basically, he says, come, little one. Yeah. Um, you know, and at this point, you you know the bond between Denjarin and Grogu. Yes. He looks at Denjarin, and I think... You know, Man, thinks- Mando's response is he doesn't want to go with you. He he isn't. He knows what he feels, mm-hmm. and he knows that you know he's got to go. But he has that fatherly instinct, like right. you know. But Luke says no. He's asking your permission. Yeah, yeah. And then that's that's when he really realizes, you know, he is. Yeah, he is asking. And then there's a really touching moment. Yeah, you know, literally um, touching. Li- Mando literally takes touching. off his helmet yes. in front of everyone. everyone. And Grogu touches his face, and it's right again. It's really stupid if you're trying to act with this dumb puppet. But you know, I mean, if you think about it in real terms like that, it's ridiculous. But in the show, it's like, oh my god, this I is mean, incredible. Werner Herzog used to walk around with him on the yeah. set when he was there. We would like to see the, the baby. baby. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that, how crazy is it that you know the actors? You know, you think they're joking. 
there's been a couple that said no. I mean, we've really we forget that it's an animatronic. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's <laughs> a, such a good animatronic. Yeah. Well, anyway, really touching moment. Goes with Luke. You know, goes with Luke. Oh, well, the door opens. And guess who rolls in? R two D two. R two D two. Which, if you stop and watch and and pause it when the X wing, the second you can see shot there. of the yeah. X wing coming into the deck. You can see an R two unit. You for can sure. see an R two. You can't unit. sell the colors, but you you know it's. it's but pretty... once you know it's Luke, you know it's yeah. R two. Oh yeah. And they have this cute little exchange between. Like hey, I think Rogue, we might be friends. Right. Or, hey, I wonder what I can rip off of you and stick in my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, I can just take your top off the whole whole shiny round dome right. instead of just the little ball. And and it ends up Luke takes Grogu. They walk down the hallway. There's an amazing shot of them going in the elevator. And then and really a, a shot that, you know, could be emotional, really emotional. It is, yeah. I mean, you know, Den Jarn's got tears in his eyes. Yeah. Right before the shuttle or before the lift door closes, and that's it. And that is it. It ends. Roll credits. Yeah, but you gotta stay past the credits. Oh, there's more. There. Oh, there's more. After the credits, well, midway through the credits, we see. Oh, I don't know. The twin sons of Tatooine. We pan over to see. Oh, I don't know. A palace that we've seen. Oh, Jabba's gee. palace. Yeah. And uh, who's sitting on the throne? But Bib Fortuna. Oh, uh, uh, big Fortuna. Big Fortuna. <laughs> yeah, he's he is, li- he's, he's big Fortuna. By he, the way, he is. He's a lot uh, of tuna. Yeah, he's uh, been living high on the hogs. Living old, so large. Oh, slug butt died. He's kind of turning into Jabba himself. And to an agree, he's, he's put yeah. on some some weight. His brain tails are looking heavy. Yeah, and uh, he's just hanging out. He's got a you know a slave girl there. He's got a. There's no music. I, I thought there would be like a fun or whatever. Yeah. Now it's not a time for a dance routine. Or right. But the the palace is pretty sparse looking. Right. It's not to its glory days. No, it's Java. not like it was when John was there. It's not packed full of people. It's only got a few people in there. Right. Um, but the point is the idea that Fennec comes in and blasts everyone. Right. Pretty much. Saves the dancer. We girl. get him a clunky reference. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before uh, he's After dispatched. He for, yeah. yeah uh, Bib Fortuna says McClunky, which is great. <laughs> so now, now McClunky's the thing. Right. For real. When we get Fennec come in, blows everybody blasts away, everybody. except for the slave she, girl. Uh, yeah, she, she saves her. Yeah. And I love, no word is said by She just Fennec. Kind of glances like, get out of here. Yeah. And then who comes down we the We see steps? another silhouette. Mando. Of, well, oh, Mando. It's oh, Mando. the Mando. It's, it's Boba Fett. Yes. Did you notice as he's going down the steps, it looks like the actor like has to check his he has to check his footing. Yeah. He like looks down like I'm going to fall down these steps. <laughs> There's a shot <laughs> if you look. The shadow. He yeah. yeah. He's like oh. Uh, so, but he comes down, and it's the same shot. It's him kind of coming from the left of the screen to the right of the screen, and the way he's holding his gun is exactly like Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi yeah. when he's in ba- Joba's Joba. Joba. Boba Joba's <laughs> palace. <laughs> When he's in Jabba's palace, it's the exact right. thing. And uh, and then we get the little, oh, B- Boba, Boba, I thought, I thought you, you were dead. dead. Yeah. And uh, I had heard all the rumors. And then he just turns the gun on him and blows him, blasts yep. him. And his fat butt slumps over. Yep. And then he just throws him off the chair mm-hmm. and takes a seat. And we get a little, little Conan the Barbarian moment exactly. at the end. Fennec takes some... Uh, a bottle of spotchka. She found some spotchka, mm-hmm. and they just uh, take their spots. Yes. And then in, and then you get another credits thing, and it says, right. The Book of Boba Fett coming December, December 2021. So, yeah. I'm so excited. All right. Tell me your overall thoughts of this season. 
honestly, I don't know how it could have been, but I really think this was better than the first. It's bigger than the first. It's bigger than the first. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I was kind of upset, I wish we had a little longer on some of the episodes. Yeah, some of them were shorter, but with some of the things that we get, did get. Uh, I mean, even in a little bit longer episodes, it flew by with what we got. The first episode, I mean, don't forget, the first episode was massive. It was its own oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. I mean, it was a movie. Yeah. But, you know, some of the in-betweens. I know some people have considered, like, the frog things kind of a throwaway character. I don't. I like the frog people. I think I did, too. I did, too. I thought that played into the growth of Den Djarin. It does. So I, it, it was more of a setup, a longer, was, a longer payoff. Well, remember in season those. one, we were worried, like, well, some of this just feels like throwaway stuff. Like, right. Just give him something to do this week. But it all ended up adding up to something else. Right. And the same thing happened in this season. Yeah. Uh, any highlight, standout moments? Any of your favorites? I mean... I mean, my how, favorite is Luke. You can't be I was saying, how are you going to top that, that one? That era, Luke, is the thing. I mean, uh, it, right. it, it, it just touches me. I don't... There's no better Star Wars thing than that era Luke in his cloak in that black outfit, yeah, using the Force, taking out oh, you yeah. know those those droids. It's the ultimate fan service, and I love it. It's it's amazing. I mean, overall, I mean, I'm a cinematography person. Mm-hmm. I love seeing, you know, and and I've really been impressed with like the way these are shot. They're like the movies. They're I very. Mean, close. I mean, they are like the movies, but I mean, you you can. You can tell the difference between directors. For sure you can. But they're all on point uh, with, you know, they on the same path. And another thing is the music for me was, it was good in season one. I mean. I think it's above and beyond in season two. It's incredible. The stuff they're doing, I, I, I will always think of that weird recorder version. Right. From the Ahsoka episode. Yeah. Very strange, but. Very unique and really fitting. Perfect. I mean, perfect. And really, yeah. every, I think every. You know, song, you know, composition that's been in through both seasons. Yeah, they, you know, I, I hats off to, yeah. to him. he's he's got it rapidly becoming one of my favorite composers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's John such... Williams is still well, and the, you know, but the, the pinnacle, but. Tune man, I mean, even some of the they've taken they've taken the leash off a little bit. They're letting him use synth. They're letting him use right. all this non traditional stuff. Right, and and it plays Star Wars so movies, well. It's just like no, you basically you have symphony, this orchestra yeah. and symphony stuff, and that's it. That's all you get. Right, but now that they let him use like more acoustic, the acoustic guitar is like the main star of the show right. most of the time. Yeah, and that piece of music that plays when Luke shows up is incredible. And I love the fact that it's a combination. It's yeah. like it was like a blending of exactly the Mandalorian and John Williams. I've been dragging you, Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> that's my new. That thing. was I was saying. That's, <laughs> that's that, my new thing. I want to keep saying all the time. I would have to say that's probably my second favorite episode. I don't want your armor this season. I want my armor. Yes, that that was probably my <laughs> second favorite season so episode in this season. It I was. It's hard. It's incredible that that's not my favorite episode. That this final one, like, right? Th- that they're both that good, and the Ahsoka episode, right? Really good, really good. I love Lang. Yes, I'm, I'm a Lang stan for <laughs> well, life, right? For well, life, I went from that short half an hour for life. <laughs> yeah, I man, I want a figure of Lang. I hope they do that. I, for he's my new. Uh, I would Dengar. say if I had a new favorite character from this season, a favorite new character, right? It's Lang. Yeah. Do you have one? 
I did like Frog Lady a lot. I, and Frog Lady was fun. Frog Lady was real fun. So hard not to love Frog Lady. <laughs> I. It sounds kind of odd, but one of the the uh, just the small parts that he's in, the New Republic. Oh yeah, not Dave Filoni, but the other one, the other guy. I don't know his name. I can't remember. I said oh, did, it. I have they given down. his name in yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, he does have one. Okay. I can't remember. I can't think of it, but he's a great character too. I know. Just just because I know what he's leading up to. Yeah, yeah. Because he's going to be part of the you know Rangers of the New Republic. Right. Um, huge Cara Dune fan. Yeah. You know, I wish we got a little more grief, Karga. Yep. Oh man. Grief Karga <laughs> said you were coming. But you know what? He may you know, Carl may be in you know, the new Even if one that's of the, the new end series. of him, that's fine. But I yeah. would I would, you know, of course like to see him come back. I I Mayfeld is, is rapidly growing on me. Yeah, big time. His character so, had the most growth probably. Right, right. Um I, I've just been so impressed. Yeah. Like I said, these directors, they all have a different vision. I mean, you know, the and you can tell, second, like you said, you, you can, can tell the difference. But they're all on the same page when it comes to the story. Yeah. I think that's that's the one thing I had the hardest time with with the sequels. Mm-hmm. That even JJ from the first one to the third one to the third one, he wasn't really even on the same page. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Where do you rank Mando season two? Take it as if it were a movie. Take it as if it and, was a movie. And separate. Now, you can do this either way, I guess. Mando as a whole or Mando one and two separate, however you want to do it. I'll, I'll take, Where do you rank? I'll take Mando as one and two. Okay. Separate. Mando Mando's, as a whole. Mando as a whole. Where does it rank? I'm going to say, and I, I know people will blast me for this, third or fourth. You think so? I, I really do. I think it. I think, yeah. I think it belongs somewhere in there. Yeah. Top five, no matter what. Top five, no matter what. Yeah. I think you might be right about that, for sure. I mean, I. I, I haven't sat down and really thought this through. Yeah. But uh, I think top five, no matter what. I mean, pretty much for the most part, I think we can all agree Empire was probably. It's my favorite. Anyway. The, the, yeah. the, you know, the, I watch it the, the most, hands down. Um. No, Ro- hands Ro- up, because his hands, hands well, are up when he's in the carbonite. Rogue One has got to be up there. Uh-huh. I just, I love that it was different, but, see, and, you know, and I, I I got blasted a little bit about, you know, me ragging on the sequels. Did you? I, I did a little bit, but it's no big deal. I mean, deal. by me, sure. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> I but, think the sequels are fine. They're fine. I, I think the sequels are okay, but they are literally just... Moments above the holidays. To me, no, they're not. This to me, the sequels have become. It's a thing I did with Zora, my daughter. That uh, it was the first movie we ever took her to see was Episode Eight. Well, and there's some nostalgia. The first movie, yeah, and it's always going to be like that. So it's just one of those things where it meant a lot to us at the time. Episode Seven came out when she was little, and I remember that. I mean, it's just one of those things that. Well, you know, I I don't have that kind of. And I was into Star Wars memory. Well, here's the thing. Before Episode Seven came out, I was kind of tired of Star Wars. I was right. kind of like, eh, Star Wars, take it or leave it. I, right. Even though I was such a fan of the original stuff and whatever. But I, what I'm saying is I had kind of cooled on it a little bit. Right. I wasn't actively reading the comics or the books or whatever anymore. Yeah. I, I had stopped quite a while before that. It's what reignited my passion was Episode Seven, And I just 
I love those. I mean, I, I was going with seven. seven I was, like Mando above all of them. Oh, yeah. All yeah. Of them. I think episode seven is probably the best probably the best of those but you know i was feeling not the most in love with star wars and, right and it, you know those sequels helped me get back into it but the point is mando is very very good yes we love it it's uh, phenomenal tell us your thoughts uh any final words about mandalorian as it is now i mean you know we've talked about this i think this is the show that really gave the fans what they wanted it's a much needed... but still having a unique story, yeah, and new and bringing something fresh. Yep. But this is how we we especially. I know the original fans. I know there's ones that you know you started with, you know the prequels, and then or there's a generation that started with these new ones, and yeah. then I see people like, oh well, this was you know this is something new and, and fresh and you know some. Taking it in a different direction, talking about eight yeah. with rain. Um, you can do that, but you have to lay. You've had giants lay the road ahead of you. Yeah, it was always meant to go one direction. You you can you can have your own gate. Yeah, but you should always follow that path. Absolutely, and I think that's that's personally where eight and nine. Really diverge, diverge yeah. for me because I think seven sets it up to, to where it could be. Where it could be, yeah. yeah. I get it, I get it. So I mean, and that's I think that's my biggest problem with sure. it. I, I fully I joke, the I joke about eight all the time. Yeah, it's okay. It yeah. could have been cut down by an I agree hour with you. and I do been agree fine. With you. Yeah, I do agree with you absolutely. So I mean, I'm kind of on that fence with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still going to rag on it. That's fine. You know, it's still... That's okay. Eight is still just above the holiday special. That's um. rough. <laughs> Wait, you think eight is that good? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I, uh, I, I was conceding a little bit. Yeah. Well, um, I guess my last question is, what's what's your hope for the future of Mandalorian? I want to see Dan Jarn continue. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have this feeling, like I said, the... The the thought was at first that we're going to get a split, you know, for a little bit, for a year. Yeah. But the way it sounds is we're not. Yeah. Um, I did look at the IMDb, and writers and directors have John doing stuff in 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And says for the Mandalorian. Okay, interesting. So they maybe have not announced it, but right. Mandalorian is going on right now as the same as Boba Fett. Right. Um. Honestly, I know people complain about it, saying you know they're Marvelizing Star Wars, but if this I would is, if love this is to that, see a giant. <laughs> I would love to see a giant Thrawn event Please. between all these. Yes. It's I've wanted it for a long time. We've hinted. I mean, they've already hinted at it. Yeah. Give me some Thrawn. You know, I thought we would see Thrawn in the finale, but I'm glad we didn't. I'm I, I'm glad it's because going to build up. He does need a huge. He he needs huge needs build up, huge. huge entrance, and it needs to be like he needs the fleet. Like he needs it can't just be him in a ship. You know, it needs to be massive. It well, needs to be on the scale of the films. We need right. space battles. Well, we and that's the whole thing. and that's what they're talking about. This well, giant, I hope so. Culmination of all these different series. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I wanted to see. I was good with, and I think what really did well, and I'm trying to, like, I've got all these things going in my head at once, yeah. trying, to, trying to culminate a, a single thought, but 
they did so well on unique new characters yeah. that I wanted to see more. It makes me wonder. I mean, like, I called it. it so I, simple. Yeah. Like, this is all we wanted. I called the Fennec Shan stuff. Yeah. You, you know, we did. Yeah. Um. You know, Cartoon is a unique character. She's good. Yeah. And you know, it'll be interesting. Like, if it is true that she is in the Rangers of the yeah, Republic. Yeah, it makes sense that she would be. I, I don't see why she wouldn't be. Yeah, almost uh, like Texas Rangers kind of out of You can, you can ignore thing. this internet nonsense. Yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, we've got Ahsoka. So it's like, okay, yeah. we know That's a whole who she is looking for now. I think they'll probably keep the Clone War stuff to her, and they'll keep more of the original stuff to the Fett. Right. So. And then we'll have the stuff that kind of bridges the gap between Mandalorian and Rangers. Uh, Ron will probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for the Obi Wan. Oh, I don't even want to talk stuff. about it because I'm so excited. Like I don't even want to talk about it because I just want it. I mean, <laughs> the Hayden Christensen coming back doesn't bother me. I don't get it. I, but we'll see. It, is it is that a perfect thing? No, but it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's going to be pretty much center. You know. It's going to be Obi-Wan centric. Yeah. So we're going to get maybe Hayden in a couple of episodes. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, and I think that one works better as a limited event series. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can really, for the time span, because it's taking place 10 years after. Yeah, it doesn't need to go on. I don't want, I don't want 10, 10, 10 seasons of, of, right. of no, Obi-Wan. Right, no, no, no. Like one or two seasons maybe. Maybe yeah, three at m- the most. Max. Yep. So, we'll but but that's the good thing with Mando. You've got so much new stuff you can create, yeah, and you can keep this going for forever as long if as we wanted to, yeah, as we long could. as you want to. So. Yep, it's beautiful. It is. Well, listen, we have a Twitter. It's at Geek Sinks. You can get us on there. Also, my personal Twitter is at dcraft at d k r e f f t. If you want to tweet me yep. specifically. Mine is Cini Stein 69 Yeah, it's a cool rhyme. We're also on Facebook, Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. There's a there's a page and there's a group. Do both of those. Yes. It's confusing, uh, but they're there. Uh, we also have an email, nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com. You can send us an email. And we also have an Instagram. And we have a red bubble store. Yeah. So all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, guys, we're going to let you know we're going to take a week off. We're going to take a little break. Yep. We'll come back in the new year yep. refreshed and ready to go. Do... Uh, Probably do a year in review. Maybe we've we had. Will. A, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how we feel. <laughs> we'll do a sci-fi year in review. Maybe once we get, the rest of the stuff is just a shit show. Maybe once we get right. out of 2020, we'll be yeah. like, eh, I don't want to yeah. think about that again. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Thanks for hanging with us, and uh, guys have have good holidays and be safe. Let's have a happy new year for God's Please, sake. Let's do that, and may the force be with you. Oh my God, did you see Luke Skywalker? That was amazing. I'm not going to stop thinking about Holy it. Holy hell, that was awesome. Oh my God, Luke. <laughs> Watch it again. He's See you guys. Bye. Bye.